You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny mick ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese doodles are super fresh, or in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. Alright guys, welcome back to episode 13 of Nerd Rage Radio with your host Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. Yo. Yes, sir. What up? What's up? It's been a, it's been a kind of a busy nerd week. It has. It has. Um, I'm glad... I- that we let me just go ahead and say this now. We right after Batman vs Superman trailer hit, we did we got on the phone and just recorded like initial thoughts on the phone. Uh, so the quality is not going to be as good. Yes, um, but it is raw and it is right after the fact. Raw and wriggling. And I'm so <laughs> glad that we did it because uh, you know, like I, I hate it less now. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> so should we play that right now? No, no, no. We'll wait till we, we kind of organically get into it. I just wanted to give a, 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 a update. But I don't, know, uh, I, don't know, I don't know how I I don't know how I'm going to edit that in here. To tell you the truth, we'll, 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 I, I'll, I'll work. I think it should just be at the end. Bonus. bonus no, 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 no. Well, no, I'll work it in. I'll work it in. I got an idea. I got an idea. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. All right. As far as uh, my nerd week this week, um, I'll talk about my uh, nerd week real quick. I got uh, some SH Figuarts Star Wars stuff. Um, yeah, man. A little stormtrooper action, a little sassy tilt there. You know? A clone trooper and a uh, battle droid. Okay. I didn't Did you see, see that? the. Okay, that's I didn't the see the clone trooper. Okay. Yeah, that, that, okay. they're all in the same video. Those two are in the same video. Because um, the battle droid is just not enough to do a whole video on. Um, I just felt like I was milking it if I were to now, Is, it, is it the battle droid from episode like one, one. two battle droid? One. Okay. Um,. And he's cool for what he is, but it's still, like, no matter what you do with it, it's always a battle droid. Yeah. Um, the clone trooper is damn near perfect. Like, might be fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's really, really, really impressive. Um, and then I, pre- I, I got them both for 75 bucks shipped. Um, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty remarkable. I got them from Hobby Link Japan. They had, like, a, a, a sale on Black Friday, and they happened to put those pre-orders up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I nabbed them. <laughs> Now, how is Laura feeling about you having this extra Star Wars collection? She's Engaging. good. She's she's on board. Oh. She's on board. Um, let's see what else. I you must uh, tell me how you made that happen, my friend. I tell you, like <laughs> I, I was kind of like I was kind of like I was kind of a grump for a couple weeks. Oh, like, really? So yeah. You just had like, tantrum. Well, yeah, kind of. Like I was just I was I was just I wasn't happy. You know, I wasn't uh-huh. happy because I wanted these fucking things so bad, and I didn't have them. And I, I you know, I, like. She was just like, "What the fuck is going on with you?" And I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "I was like, I was like, I really want to get into this line, but like, I feel good." She's like, "Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it and put a goddamn smile on your face." So, I did it. Yeah. Um, yeah. and and yeah, they're they're awesome. They're really awesome. I got uh, I, did I tell you I got that SH Figuarts Mario? No. Like yeah, it was like Mario? Uh, yeah, it's the same. Get the um, fuck out of here. Yeah, I got him for twenty bucks, uh, and I was like, "I'll check him out. He's pretty fucking cool." I mean, he's 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 definitely not worth much more than twenty bucks, but uh, he's pretty cool. And then I got. Uh, Are they doing the Contra ones? The Contra figure. Uh, SH Figuarts is not. I think uh, Nika is doing those. I'm not gonna lie, man. 
I kind of want those. I don't know yeah. why. I'll tell you, like, it's tempting to, like, have a shelf. For, like, now that I'm thinking about it, because Figma did some Link figures. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, to have a shelf where you could have, like, the, the I think it's Figma that did the Mega Man figures. But they have, like, a Mega Man, a Link, a Metroid, Mario, Luigi, Yoshi, uh, the Contra guys. Like, all, like, the proper, like, kind of first-gen Nintendo games. Yeah, man. I Like, there's something about that. I mean, I don't know how many times I've done up, down, up, down, up, right, left, right, B, A, B, A, select, start. Yeah. You know? Um, um, so, it, let's see. I, I got a Takara Masterpiece, Thundercracker, and Make Toys, Tailgate, uh, which they call it Rear End. Um, and they're, they're both nice. fine. Yeah, they're both fine. Nice. And then I got, uh, I finished reading Convergence. Uh, yeah, we do need to get something, because there was kind of a confusion. All right, so there's Convergence in the DC Universe. But there also was that convergence type thing that happened in the Marvel universe, but it wasn't called convergence. Um, and I think we kind of mixed those up when we were talking last time, um, which I caught. But I can't remember what that shit on the Marvel the Marvel side was. Um, I mean, if only there was a box. But it's the one that led up to Secret World War, War right? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. But anyway, convergence is subpar. Uh, pretty much across the board. Um, they do, uh, they kind of undo everything before Crisis on Infinite Earths, it seems. Hmm. So it's like a retcon to that. Um, it's, 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 it's kind of a bore. I saw some, um, uh, some, and also another thing about Convergence is that like, it seems like another one of those books where you have to read all these other trades in order to make complete sense of it. Not feeling yeah. that. Not feeling yeah. that at all. Um, yeah, yeah, I hear you. And let's see what else. I uh, I saw some panels from Secret Wars Eight. I don't know if that's out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty crazy. Um, I don't know if I should mention it or not. It's super spoilery. You go for it, man. All right. So this is a spoiler for Marvel Secret Wars. If you're not interested, just skip forward five minutes or ten minutes. Um, Doctor Doom and uh. Thanos face off and uh, Thanos is kind of like on some like, you know, with or without the infinity gauntlet, I am still Thanos. I am still the baddest motherfucker you've ever known and ever will know and blah, 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 blah. And doom just asks him, uh, do you have the gauntlet now? And Thanos says, no, but I'm still more than a match for you. Yeah. And, uh, doom dismembers him, like rips his skeleton out of his body like completely fucking kills the shit out of him and just says that appears to be untrue. Holy fuck. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. Pretty badass. Um, and I watched episode two and three with my kids of star Wars. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought for a second you were going to see the flash. I was like, Oh sweet man. No, I'll, I'll get there next. Uh, <laughs> dude, uh, my young, my oldest, Jana, she loved episode three. Really? Like, loved it. Like, it was interesting to see, too, because, like, about halfway through, um, uh, well, I mean, not to say that she's, she's actually quite bright, but she, she was a little slow on the pickup with these. Um, but, you know, when he says, uh, do, you know, uh, from, from henceforth, you will now be known as Darth Vader. Um, yeah. She was like, oh, my God. Like, it all clicked for her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you could see yeah. it in her face. And she was like, I know what's going to happen now. 
And like, you know, she was like all sorts of into it from then on out. Now, now cause like, she watched four five and six first, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Um, and I read recently, uh, it's like the fan, the fan chronological order. It was pretty damn good. What's that? Like, it was like, uh, what these star Wars fans consider to be the, the proper way to watch the saga. And what is that? Four, five, one, two, three is a flashback. Six. Hmm. Kind of dig that. Yeah, I can I can see that. Um, about a fucking cliffhanger with Empire, though. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but then like you don't really spoil anything. You know what I mean? Like you get the the Empire like oh shit moment, and then you get the whole origin of the Emperor story, and then you get the conclusion of the Emperor. It's a pretty cool way to, to yeah that it, that I think. that makes sense too. And then you get the most bang for your buck for the big drops. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, it's funny, man, because we talked about this and you know, you're a star Wars fan where you plan out how you're going to, you know, let your children watch it. Um, and I don't know why I did it. Uh, and not that I regret it right now because I think they watched it when they were so young that if I, if I watch it again now, they'll be good to go. Um, but we did one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, I, I will tell you, it's not a good choice. Don't I, I would suggest not doing that if if at all possible, um, but it was interesting from like a social type ex, like a, experiments, because um, it's it's funny like I remember Talia said to me that's right my daughter's name is Talia, um, this is my middle one and she was like why why he act like he doesn't know who they are talking about Yoda you know, mm-hmm. um, which was funny like why and, and like and then she they they didn't and then my other old was like why is he acting so goofy you know because I mean she's seen him go crazy and doing frog flips and fighting Count Dooku. Right. Um, and so that was interesting. And, and um, throughout the 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 second ser- uh, trilogy, that's your daughter! You know, why don't you know? It, it just, it's it's very interesting, you know, like, um, to see what how they react to it, you know. And when Obi-Wan died, that was a big deal. Big deal to them. Because hmm. um, he was pretty much, he was, I guess, the the first character, the first main character, to really die. Well, I guess Padme died, but um, I don't, I don't think they got, I don't think they understood Padme dying, you know, um, as much as seeing Obi Wan just disappear when he gets hit by a lightsaber. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I actually like that what you said better. That I would suggest that to uh, to parents. Yeah. So anyway, the other the other bit that was that was pretty interesting. So actually, two little bits that were interesting watching the the prequels again. Um, one, my my my, so my oldest Jaina, uh, named after Star Wars character, of course. She is super sensitive. Like she's tough, um, but she is very empathetic uh, of everyone and everything, from the blade of grass that gets cut by a lawnmower to uh, the ISIS guy that blows himself up by accident. Um, she's just got, she just, she's like Jesus. She just loves everyone and everything. When Anakin choked out Padme and Padme drops to the ground, she started crying. Like mm-hmm. she didn't cry at all when the children were killed, when the Jedi were killed. She didn't cry when Anakin was burned. She, she wasn't upset by the, the graphicness of it or whatever. She like, none of that bothered her. But that scene where she drops to the ground, like she started crying, 
And I just, I like put my arm around her. I was like, what's wrong? And she was like, she's just about to have the babies. It's just not right. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, I started did laughing. She, did she get that? Did she understand early on that she was pregnant with Luke and Leia? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I did also, like, I have to say, like, all right, episode three, does it have its problems? Yes. I think a fair amount of those problems uh, kind of, not to be, not to use an excuse or anything, but are kind of the fault of having to clean up yeah, the, yeah, the put problems. Up. Luke, Leia. We have five minutes left, people. We make this happen. You yeah, know, like, uh, like I'm trying to clean like up that. the problems from episode one and two that were laid. Um, and also setting up for episode four. But... I got to say, it's definitely, it's all Star Wars. Like, it definitely has the Star Wars vibe. And, like, as I was watching it, I was like, man, I was like, the amount of, like, lines and moments from this that are, like, part of our culture that are non-existent in Episode 1 and 2. Uh, it's just interesting to me. Like, in Episode what, 1, what like, there's... What do you mean? Oh, let me, allow me to, <clears throat> to further explain. So, like just thinking about like you and I and like our circle of friends and stuff like, yeah. Uh, you never find a more wretched hive of ex- scum and villainy. Well, exactly. <laughs> like case in point, like we, we quote lines like that. We quote lines like, you know, you know, like search your feelings, you know, it to be true. Like all that kind of stuff. Like we will, if something is, is seems wrong or seems like too much, we'll be like, that's not true. That's a pot. You know what I mean? Like we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do those sorts of things because it's like ingrained it's in our culture. It's a nightmare. But it's one. a nightmare is like the only thing from episode one and two that we quote. Yeah. And then outside of it's a nightmare, we quote the shit out of episode three. Like, as I was watching it, I was like, holy fuck. Like, a lot of these lines are like commonly spoken amongst us. Like, give me some, give me some examples. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlimited, unlimited power. power. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, premonitions, premonitions. Uh, what was another one? Um, oh, the, the, the force is strong with you in making your lips curl up at the top. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. there's just Not that, anything like, to, do, to say about it. I have, yeah, that. <laughs> um, there is like, like, uh, there is like a lot in there that I was like, holy shit, like this has this has this shit stuck. You know, like, it, yeah, it's, but I still, I still, it, it's not like, you know, never tell me the odds, you know, you know, it's not like, I don't know. I, I feel know. like, I feel like unlimited power is, is in, in, in no, 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 is yeah. up there I, with never I, tell me. I would agree with you. I would agree with you with, with some of the Sidious stuff. Um, and I mean, like, I, I, I take your point with the fact that I've watched that movie so many times and like for you and me personally, it's just a game. To try to you know quote movies, even if even if it's a if we're really going you know full retard on on it, it not being that well associated to whatever we're talking about, but you know I, I don't think it's as strong as the other three. You know, other, well, I mean, the, I'm, all right, well, we're comparing one film to three, so I would agree with you, but I would say just as far as stuff sticking, it's mm-hmm. on par with each of the three. Not to say it's as good. That's not what I'm saying. But to say that moments from it have stuck with us. Like, if you threw, if you crumbled up the prequels into small pieces of dialogue that were the size of spitballs, and you threw them at a, at a target, 
the amount that stuck are overwhelming. This is a very strange analogy. <laughs> Over, are, are overwhelming, are overwhelmingly, you know, majority of them are going to be from episode three, and the amount that did stick is on par with four, five, or six individually. Okay. All right. But it was just, it was just interesting. I was like, because I was like, holy shit! Like this one, you know, by all means, it has its faults, but this one is on par. Like it's in the ballpark. Um, is is it the favorite of of the prequels for you? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. by a long shot. It, you know, it's it's funny, man. I I don't like. There's aspects of each of the three that I like, um, and I and I, I don't know. I probably have to sit down and watch that and really analyze it because there's there's some parts that are that are good, and but there's some parts that are like, uh, like I I love um. Was it was it how it should have ended? Like, do you want me to come like Mace Windu to Anakin? Like, hell yeah, you're like our best fucking Jedi warrior. Hell yeah, come and help us take out this bad guy. You know, right, right, right. Um, and it's just you know, there's there's little things in there that I understand for you know, plot devices or whatnot, but um, I, I was listening. Jesus, I was listening to another podcast and. They read the back description of episode one. Like, for, I don't know whether it was from a VHS tape or the DVD or whatever. Yeah. But there was literally nothing about it that had anything to do with episode one. Really? Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Like, it was like, um, it was like Obi-Wan... Obi Wan Kenobi, who we are, who we know is a hermit on the on the planet Tatooine, overlooking Luke gets his start in this movie, along with Anakin, who we later know as Darth Vader from A New Hope for Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker's father and Dark Lord of the Sith. You know what I mean? Like, it was all, like, about episodes four, five, and six, but it was the description of episode one. There was nothing in there about, like, the trade dispute. There was nothing in there about, like, uh, trying to convince the council to to allow Anakin into the order. Like, the plot points that are actually part of episode one were not mentioned at all on the back of this fucking movie box. That's that's fucking funny, man. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, but anyway, it's just like, I don't know. It, it's episode three, and, and there's like one of the scenes that I hate the most from all of the Star Wars movies is in episode three. What's that? Oh, my God. I don't even like saying it. it I feel like it's like a candy man. Like if you were to say this bit of dialogue three times in the mirror, every, like Nicolas Cage just comes out and cuts your head off. Um... It's uh, uh, Anakin and Padme are on uh, like a balcony terrace or something, and Anakin says, "You're so beautiful," mm-hmm. and Padme says, uh, uh, "Perhaps it is because I am so in love." And then Anakin oh, yeah, says, yeah, yeah. "No, it is because I am so in love with you." And I'm just like, it's too much." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's they, too they just the had the worst. They had the worst chemistry ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I read it, it was so it was so bad. I'm surprised they they casted them. You know, it's funny because I read this interview um, with uh, people from uh, Episode One. Uh, like behind the scenes people, casting people, et cetera, et cetera. And they said that like they they talked about the people that were, uh, I think, auditioned for it. And some of them were like really good actors. It were really big names. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryan Felipe was one. Like I I can't remember all of them, but like 
there was a number of names where you're like, oh, this, this guy can can act, you know. Um, but they said that Anakin was chosen purely by because of the way, or Hayden Christensen was chosen purely because of the way he looked next to next to Natalie Portman by George Lucas. Really? Yep. Like because he thinks that their offspring would look like Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher. I mean, uh, it doesn't say, but I am guessing no. I am guessing just just aesthetically, he found the two together pleasing. Hmm. I don't know, bro. That's some weird shit. Oh, and I watched uh, a bunch of Flash episodes. Okay. What do you think about... I mean, how many did you watch? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, like five maybe. Um, I'll tell you, the episode with the guy who like has steel skin. I don't remember that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, the molten skin. Yeah. He okay. That episode is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, it, it is... Like, if anyone's curious, like, why do you hate superhero television so much? Watch that episode. That is why. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. Didn't the Flash know him, too? Yeah, he bullied him in school, pushed him against yeah. the lockers. Mean old bully. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, was, that one's a kind of a rough one. Um, I would agree with you, that one. But so far, like, I, I can say uh, the show, it, it's, it seems like work to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like a job. Like, all right, I got to go put it in a couple hours on the Flash. Um, and there's no there's no rewarding parts for it for you this far. There are, but they they okay. have every every it's all 100 percent flash and in, in fucking reverse flash. Mm-hmm. N- literally nothing else. Really, you don't like any of the other character development so far? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, let me. Right. I'm trying to do like a a, a a breeze through my like mental rolodex. Uh huh. Um. Of sorts, but no, no, not offhand. I mean, like, there's stuff that I like. Like, I like the relationship between Barry and I. Uh, I almost called her Isis. Um, I like the relationship between Barry and Iris's father, mm-hmm. even though I don't know. Joe? Is that is that comic accurate? I, I don't. I don't believe so. I don't believe so either. Um, um, but I, I love it. I, yeah, I, 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 love I like their it. Relationship. I like, it. I like yeah. it enough. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just think generally it's just it's just so WB. You know what I mean? Yeah, CW, but no big deal. Same thing, different name. Oh yeah, absolutely. Rebranding. Um, I uh, yeah, okay. I mean, that's fair enough. I'll give you that. I mean, don't get me wrong, folks listening. You, you need to understand when you're when you're dealing with a melodrama handicap like uh like Bobby has, you know, yeah. <laughs> you just gotta you gotta take what you can take. Yeah, but I there, hate it. I I mean, like you're you're I at think... episode five. Um, no. No, I think I'm I'm probably around episode ten. Okay. Um, but I think I watched five episodes this past week. Like I'm finished disc two. I'm not sure what that means. Oh, you bought it? <laughs> yeah, it was they had it Black Friday for like eight bucks. Oh, okay. Um, so I bought it. Yeah, it, they um, I, I, like I like Captain Cold the character, um, but I hate him in the show. Um, is he a little too snarky? He's a little too like. Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, uh, you know, like he, like all the fucking dialogue, man, like, like, uh, maybe I'm just cold-hearted, just like, oh god, choke. Have you this had more than one? Have you had more than one episode with him yet? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I actually, the second, I actually, second episode is worse. He like he doesn't bother like, me as much in the first one with the train, with the train crash. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like the way he did that. Yeah. Uh, but. 
um the second episode with the and then the fire gun and the crossing the streams and uh, like that one that one was rough um I, I i don't know that guy very well i know he's been in a couple different shows um but um the character in that is over the top like i recognize that but i like him more and more the more he comes through there you know what i mean yeah I don't know. I guess I haven't reached that point yet. Um, no, I mean you might not like it. You know what I mean? Oh, I just, and I don't. I tell you who else I don't care for is uh, uh, Arrow. Oh, <laughs> obnoxious dude! Completely fucking obnoxious. <laughs> um, and he's not even uh, like like in the episodes I've seen his like super left wing politics don't even come through. So it's not oh, even he doesn't, have, he doesn't have any super left wing politics in this. Uh-huh. I mean, he's like in the first season of Arrow, he comes back kind of like he's the punisher you know like he just kills everybody and then in the season two he doesn't kill people um and they had uh death strokes in it and then in in season three it gets stupid with basically they're taking they're making him batman from the ray shot ghoul storyline um the I'll arrow you- right now like my favorite things of the arrow is when the flash is on the arrow um and uh, i really enjoyed the the first season and the second season wasn't bad, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel that that shows a little bit more, you know, teeny bopper than The Flash. So I, I would not recommend you watch that show. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting that. I'm getting that impression. I'll tell you what. I um, uh, I forget where I was gonna. I was gonna say now, but yeah, I just it's just it's just it's too much. It's it's just it's just too much for me. Yeah. I just don't. I just. I'm not on board. I like. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't even blame you for that one, man. I like. Um, I like the reverse flash stuff. Um, and that I, see that that's the shit that gets better. I mean, it, it like, like I really like the dynamic there, and and I don't want to spoil anything to you because you're about to get some twists and turns to explain, like how that shit all shaked out. But it's it's a. I, I want to have a conversation about it, like the depth of it when you're done because yeah. there's some aspects of that. I'm like, you know, dude, think about X, Y, Z, like the context of it. And it kind of changes the dynamic there of those characters and, and kind of what happened because, you know, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but, right. um, you know, this flash universe is very interesting because of, because of how it's been made, you know, but I do like, um, like conversely to the, you know, you must be cold hearted or I must be cold hearted. Like I do like some of the dialogue that's kind of like, you know, kind of campy um, because it doesn't seem campy that comes from reverse flash um, when he's the scientist guy. Like, yeah. Um, you know, when Barry is like, uh, you know, I appreciate you making me better, you know, or trying to make me better. And, uh, and then his, his, like, his, like, retort to it is, like, trust me, you make me want to be better also. You know, like, little yeah, shit like yeah. that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, I dig that. Yeah, yeah, um, I feel you. Um, it, it's, it's, um, I, I like the dude who plays Harrison Wells, or, or the reverse Flash. Uh-huh. But, I don't know, I can't talk to you about this anymore, because I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of misdirect in that first season before things get flushed out that make it interesting once you kind of go back and think about what you've seen in the past. All right. So. How was anyway. your nerd week? All right, so um, speaking of the Flash, uh, they had the their Arrow, their season you know, season two Arrow cro- two part crossover, which wasn't bad. Uh, introduced Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Um, 
I got a little problem. I I, I don't in 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 uh, Vandal Savage, which you know Vandal Savage. I, I think they really did a good job with him in the cartoon. Um, and they're going to he's going to be the main bad guy for the DC's Legends of Tomorrow, which will be Firestorm, uh, Hawk Girl, I, I Captain Cold, whatever the the fire guy's name is. Um, forget the guy from the future but I, it'll be interesting to see that that show take place it's, it's the third you know the third act or the third series in this this CW DC universe um Hawker and Hawkman wings just sprout out of their back when they're flying and as soon as they stop flying they like go back in their back like magic angel wings um and I'm not a fan of that I don't like I don't like the magic angel wings it just it's 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 very silly and nobody in the show addresses it you know, like, where did your wings go? You know, like, what the hell? It just, they pop out, and they go back. They pop out through clothes, and they disappear. The clothes no, not, aren't ripped. You know, they're just magic angel wings. Um, I don't like that. Uh, the, some of the reincarnation stuff, which Shiera and whatever the fucking Hawkman's name name is, is it's okay. Um, it's just, it, it was, it was, meh. I did like some of the dynamic. I mean, Bear, the dude who plays Barry, I like him. Um, I like, I like, pretty much the whole Flash team. Uh, the dude Cisco, he's kind of quirky, comic book type dude. I, I, I like him too. I like the guy's character. Uh, it's funny. He's always wearing T-shirts from what? What is that show uh, that everybody loves? The nerd show, uh, Big Bang Theory. And the Big Bang Theory guy is always wearing T-shirts about the Flash, which I thought was just kind of, you know. I think that's kind of funny dynamic they got going on there. Um, so that was pretty good, dude. Marvel's Agents of Shield is getting really good. They are taking, they are taking some daring things, um, which I'm pretty shocked about, and some really interesting character developments that I'm just I'm on board with. I, I that show that show was really ugh, in the last season, and I was about to like give up on it, and I'm glad I didn't because I've been really enjoying this third season. Um, so if you guys, if you've ever watched any Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. and you were digging it or the first season, the first season was really cool. They, took, they, they did some daring stuff. I loved how they tied it into Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, the second season wasn't bad. Uh, you know, it's just a big character development season for, um, Sky or Daisy, whatever you, you want to call the main female lead. Um, but this last season has been a lot about Coulson and I've been fucking shocked on, and they've got some really very, very well-developed bad guys. Uh, and I'm just, it, it, I'm digging it, man. Can't say enough good things about that right now. Um, I also finished the first arc of that X-Force omnibus with uh, Apocalypse. And um, pretty good, man. Pretty good. I'm, I gotta say, I, I want to know a little bit more about Phantom X. Yeah, know? yeah, he's a cool character. He, he is pretty cool thus far. And, um, to, <laughs> I don't. I mean, should we talk spoilers about that? Can we? Can we yeah, talk sure. about that at all? We can all talk right. about Secret Wars. If we can talk about something that's been out for five, six years. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, you know, it's interesting. You don't. You don't have much information on. And I haven't been keeping up with X Men, so I'm kind of coming into X Men and kind of piecing together what is happening. So basically, you know, Warren, who is who is Angel slash Arch Archangel, he is put together in the secret location. He's got millions of dollars. He's kind of like, you know, the financer. He's put together the X-Force team with a sole purpose of doing 
you know, in stealth secret what the X-Men can't do because the X-Men are kind of this, like, public superhero team, you know? They're, they are executioners. Uh, and in the first series, the first this first arc, you figure out that they're, you know, they found out somehow, some way, that somebody's going to resurrect Apocalypse. And I get is, a, is Apocalypse like a, a perpetual? Can he, like, never truly die? Um, I think he can, but, like, he can be resurrected. Okay. But I don't think the resurrection is up to him. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it has to be, like, performed. Gotcha. I'm back. Gotcha. Hello? You there? That sounded crazy. It sounded like you burped for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Leave it in. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so there's a there's an interesting dynamic between Angel now apparently can go from his angel form to his archangel form. They never show him transitioning. Just one panel, he's, he's got feathers, and then one pe- panel, he's got steel. Um, I think it seems like Wolverine's there to keep him honest. And you have Phantom X, and you have Deadpool. And you have Psylocke. Now, Psylocke somehow is psychically keeping Archangel at bay and helping Warren kind of deal with the, the trauma that created Archangel. How he's kind of a, they allude to he's kind of a part of him, but he's kind of not. It's, it's pretty interesting that they're in a relationship. Um, and Phantom X is a pretty cool character. And, and how they use, I'm a sucker for using powers well in a storyline. And his powers are being able to uh, project uh, images in people's heads, uh, suggestions almost. Uh, so, you know, the the uh, Horseman of War, like he projected in, the, in his head that he is madly in love with Psylocke, which was pretty cool dynamic. Um, he, he's also projected in the bad guy's head that they're like, you know, uh, winning a battle and fighting the X-Force, even though the X-Force are like, you know, licking their wounds, like, you know, running away. Um, it's just, it's just some pretty cool stuff, but, um, you know, Apocalypse is resurrected and he's a boy. And so they're trying to, these bad guys, these kind of nameless bad guys who I don't really know who they are. They're kind of trying to like, Hey, you know, you're going to start the age of Apocalypse. You're going to, you know, dominate the, the humans are, are weak and, you know, the, uh, the mutants need to take over the planet and Xavier's clowns, are just, you know, they're getting in the way, they're fanatical, trying to protect the humans, therefore they, they must be executed as well. Anyway, so they're, they're battling through here, and there's some pretty interesting parts, but the, the thing is, Psylocke finally sneaks in because she's a super ninja, and finds Apocalypse as like basically like an eight-year-old kid, and she stops and doesn't kill him. Now, it doesn't really relay if she can read his mind or know if he can be good or whatever, but at one point, in the book, Apocalypse doesn't want, does not want his cronies to kill the X Force, and uh, Warren comes in with with Wolverine, Deadpool, and Phantom X, and uh, he he wants to kill him. He doesn't care, and, and Psylocke's trying to protect him. Um, and so there there's kind of a battle, and, and Wolverine's like, "No, nah, we could take him back and train him and, and use him use him as our ally," which I th- I thought was tight that. Wolverine, no matter how gruff he is, he's very pragmatic about shit. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. Um, and, and it's one of those things where he has probably fought Apocalypse more in depth than anybody there. Um, I know that, I know at one point, and I don't know that this is still true, Wolverine does have memories of all of his different existences as time has been shifted, right? I think After the, so. So, like, even, even after the world changed with um, Mutant uh, House of M, he still retained his memories, I believe. 
Um, and, and I don't know that for a fact. They might have changed that in the continuity. But at one point, you know, his his brain, you know, his uh, brain got uncluttered. Um, so I just thought it was very interesting. Now, Warren, of course, has got more beef with Apocalypse than anybody else because he just tortured him to turn him into Archangel. But it, so there's a fight that uh, that uh, that happened, and then Warren, right before he's about to do the killing blow, he can't do it either. He can't kill him, you know. And then all of a sudden, bang, bullet in the fucking eye hole, and and Phantom X just blasted him. And then they all kind of get back in their sentient spaceship and fly home. <laughs> and like nobody says a word. And it's just kind of a badass dynamic. It's like they were there to do a mission. You know what I mean? Uh, Phantom X, I guess, is a mercenary, correct? Um, I think it's a bit more complicated than that, but he's definitely not an all good guy. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it, it, there was no, there was no, uh, you know, emotional or, or, um, you know, ethical argument. You know, there is no conflict. And uh, it is, hey, this was our job. This is what we came to do. Um, so boom. You know, we're not we're gonna change we're not gonna change the rules in the ninth inning or the eighth inning or whatever the fuck the saying is. Uh, so I was good, man. I'm I'm pretty happy with it, and uh, I'm jumping into the next one that's about Deathstrike, Lady Deathstrike. Yeah, from so. from then on out, like it it it's kind of like it's it's a fair read. It's just that yeah. first that first arc is so damn good, and then there's some stuff later on that kind of embellishes upon that first arc, which is worth yeah. why, why it's worth reading. But that first arc is really where the money is. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Um. Uh, what else has been going on in in the other nerd stuff? It's been painting. Finally, been able to get some uh, beer and boulders 40k episodes. I think we're going to record another episode tonight. So my wife doesn't know I'm doing double podcast today. <laughs> oh, me too, dude. I'm, I got Shadowcast tonight. <laughs> so that'll be my excuse. But Bobby's doing it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's go ahead and start getting into the news, shall we? Sure. All right. So we had Batman versus Superman. Um. This week, the trailer and. Uh, because we didn't want to wait a week before we kind of emptied our thoughts, we did it on the phone uh, almost immediately after, and we'll go ahead and let you hear that now. All right, guys, this is a special segment we're recording uh, right after the Batman v Superman trailer that debuted on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. And uh, before we get into it, man, I got to say, um, I actually watched the show, like watched Jimmy Kimmel Live, like watched it on the TV, like the anticipation. That was uh-huh. fun. I got to say that was fun. I knew you were probably sleeping or whatever. So a yeah. lot to talk about. Uh, I know I already know that we probably have some disagreements about some different things. Um, yeah, you know what's funny is um, I, I didn't think we would. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't until I saw that you shared it and said, wow, that I was like, oh, yeah. maybe we do see it differently. <laughs> well, I, I, I think it was a wowing experience either way, even wow, bad, or well, good. Yeah, but I, but, I know you well enough where I felt like it was good. <laughs> Well, all right, so let, I'll go first. Okay. Um, so uh, the, the the things that impressed me the most, and I want to go with the good stuff as the bad, is I liked I liked um, his uh, Bruce Wayne swagger. Like, I kind of felt like Ben Affleck was pulling out the, like, the acting chops. You know, like, there's that one part, like, maybe it's just the Gotham in me. You know, like, that, like – it, it was a it was a twist on Batman that I haven't seen as a Bruce Wayne. It was like a little bit more Batman than Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? And um, that's going to be interesting. There's, there's a couple of things that that this of a bitch brought the war here. You know, there's a couple of things that are kind of coming through, and um, I really liked that. I liked the instant like uh, you know uh, antagonists 
like between them or what you know agitation between them. And I'm wondering if if Batman already knows who Superman is, and Superman already knows who Batman is. Like it feels like it's that way already. Um, and which I'd be fine with. You know, I like I kind of said before, I, I'm I'm interested in seeing a different story. The, the the part that I don't know about, and right now I'm not too keen on, is Lex. He seemed like the crazy Lex of like mm-hmm. yesteryears when like mm-hmm. you know Lex started out as a, as like a crazy mad scientist. Yep, um, zany, wild and zany Lex. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And I don't know how that's going to translate. I don't know if we're just seeing his zany parts and there's going to be some some darkness turned into it. And um. You know, you know, you and I kind of grew on, on, grew up on bad businessman Lex. You know, he's kind of been like the, the symbol of, you know, corporate manipulation. And you know, I mean, we started, you know, reading Superman in the '80s and whatnot. But that is not his. That has not always been his 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 final form or his only form. I mean, there was the mad scientist, crazy scientist Lex, um, which I'm I'm kind of surprised that they went that way. But I I, I do think it's too early to tell. I do feel better already about the Batman by gaslight in, in the desert thing. There's a clip there where Batman's fighting and you see what looks like parademons from Apocalypse. So I got a new theory and like I'm going to go out and put this out. I bet that that's not a, a dream sequence at all. I bet that is a future possibility sequence that Wonder Woman experiences to get her in the fight. Like yeah, some I, kind of oracle, I, I, yeah, I, oracle I, 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 of like, yeah. So it's some kind of oracle or something that she sees, and she like disagrees with the Palata or whatever, and that's that's why she like you know if if I don't go and and like help unite these guys, they will be enemies. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. If I don't go and unite these guys, they will be enemies. And it will be the end of the world. So, like, you know, I, 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 I kind of got to take back my words. It might work now if it's a what if or kind of an else world. Not necessarily else world, but like a what if. Like, if I don't do this now, this is what's going to happen. Um, so I'm digging that. Um, I, uh, I, I will admit, I will give you props. Yeah, the, the head is a little big. Um, <laughs> pause. But uh, but like I I I don't dislike it. it. It does feel more like a helmet than a mask, but less like, like a motorcycle. I mean, I, I dig the way it, like it looks like it should look how it looks in the comic, but it works. So I'm actually kind of impressed by it. Like the more I try to focus on it, it's just it is a wide like a wide brow and everything. You know, it is it's definitely not the, the sleekest unit. And I think I think the short ears make it look a little stumpier. Maybe. You know? Um, and it's very it's very uh animal like um I, I all the little fight scenes that we the bits that we've seen I thought were good um I again little bits of, with Lex now let's talk about the, the big you know white cave troll in the room <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when I saw like I didn't get the Ninja Turtles thing at first but like like when I saw the first thing I thought was Boromir like they have a cave troll and um I didn't like the way that uh Doomsday looks but I'm willing to give it a pass thus far because he'll probably evolve and he'll probably change the way he looks, I would guess. He's not very spiky yet. And the other thing is, with anything, um, you know, Doomsday, 
Doomsday is constantly, you know, his look always changes from book to book. He does not look like he looked back in the 90s, you know, today. Um, and, like, you know, as comic book fans, we don't really pay attention to that as much when different artists come on and take a different perspective, a different view. I mean, it's, there's usually dramatic changes. They stick with a similar theme, and we don't care. But we all kind of have this morphing concept of what the character should look like in our minds. And then either either it gets nailed the right way in, in cinema or it doesn't, you know. But you never, you ne- nobody's ever happy. Uh, I I don't think that he is Zod resurrected. I think that uh, they were able to get together, you know, piece together some kind of birthing chamber, some kind of cloning chamber, and they just used Zod's DNA to clone a Doomsday. You are having that would be my guess aspect. Yeah, okay. yeah, I, because I mean that's I mean that's basically what Kryptonians are. They're they're manipulated clone, you know, cloning technology. I mean they kind of touched on that a little bit with the Codex in the first movie. So I don't think they're necessarily going to revive Zod and like Doomsday is going to be Zod. I think that Doomsday is going to be you know that's going to be the sample they use to modify. Because you kind of see that like little tentacles and, and a looking like electric Frankenstein type thing, which I'm not I'm not cool with. And that whole like what did you what have you done? Um, you know, if you know, you won't kill God, the devil will do it type of thing. It just seems, that seems a little, a little far fetched for me, um, and I don't know how that's going to play out. Um, and uh, and I know you, I, I know the. Uh, I'm interested to see your your perspective. Is she with you? And I thought she was with you. I know you hate shit like that. Yep. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, there, there is that does exist in the comic books. There's shit like that does exist. <clears throat> it does. There's a lot of things that exist in the comic books that should never be on film because it just doesn't may, translate. May, maybe, maybe. So I all, felt all like this all, was a. I felt like this was a. We can be like Marvel too. Look how much fun we're having. Hey, hey, Superman. She, I thought she was with you. You mean to tell me she's not with you? Whoa, whoa, what? Like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like Clark Kent, Bruce Wayne. Ooh, ooh easy, easy on the handshake, Clark. I don't want to get in a fight with this guy. Huh? Am I right? Huh? Bruce, am I right? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Um... <laughs> I feel like everything that they've established tone-wise, they just threw out the window with this trailer. Now, I also feel like it's possible that this trailer could be a total marketing thing. Like, it could have nothing to do with the tone of the movie. It could just have this certain kind of spin on it, the way that the shit's cut together, to, to, yes. to say, to say, hey, we want some Marvel money, too. Yeah. I, I um, feel like it, it's, the same, it's like the same feeling that we got when it's all part of the plan, you know? And like the one thing, like you, like when that when that trailer came out for or that teaser came out for Dark Knight, you're like, Joker doesn't have a plan. That that's that's against his character. But then when we brought it into the context of the movie, it made perfect sense and it was perfect Joker. You know what right. I mean? Right. Um. So I'm I'm kind of holding out some hope like that. Uh. It. it but I know I, I do agree. It did. There's aspects of it that felt a little bit Saturday morning cartoon. Um. Which is funny, because. I don't think it's uh, hey we want some of that Marvel m- money. I think it's it's Superman is too dark and he needs to be hopeful and that that whole well, I Superman think that, movie is I too think dark. That, I think that the Superman is too dark comes from the Marvel fans. Like I think that the people that have become the people that have watched Marvel movies and fallen in love with them, they've allowed that to set a precedent for what a superhero book or a movie should look like. So mm-hmm. when when someone doesn't abide by that rule. 
then they say, oh, it's too dark. It's not hopeful. Like, I think Man of Steel is very hopeful. I think Man of Steel is very optimistic. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's none of those things. It's just the tone of it is fucking dark. But they're it, dealing with the, dark the, the subjects vi- now. The, the visual tone is also dark. Correct. You know, how it's, you know, yeah. But I'm okay. I, that, that doesn't bother me in the least. But, like, um, I, I, but like I hold on one second. Because, like, I think also, like, the cave troll doesn't really bother me. Like, like when I saw it, I was like, okay, it's Doomsday. I was, I was more upset that Doomsday was at than I was with the than I was with the aesthetic choice. We kind of knew that Doomsday was going to be in it, though. And I mean, it's not oh, like, it wasn't a it, huge surprise. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't a shock. I wasn't like, whoa. I was just like, <laughs> oh man, I guess it is going to happen. Because I just feel yeah. like this movie's got too much going on. It does have a lot going on. Like, like I, you know. And I will say this, the only thing I like about this trailer, literally the only thing, is I think Wonder Woman looks a shit. Yeah, that, that looks it. badass. Yeah. And that's it. And I, I don't like anything else about it. What, what, do you think of, what do you think of Batman's synthesized voice? Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I, I actually think that like finally somebody, you know, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm, okay with, he... I'm okay with it. I'm just not okay with what he says, but I'm okay with the modulated voice. Yeah. Um, what know, else? Man, the, 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 the uh the the I don't know, man. Like I, I'm, I, I've never been more concerned. Um, really? Yeah. Like I'm, like I'm, like I need another trailer. <laughs> I need something. <laughs> like, I need another trailer to make me feel good about this thing. Like I feel, I have, I have, I'm more excited about Civil War now. I'm still, I'm still pretty excited about Civil War. I, I gotta let I gotta let this mirror. I mean, I literally watched it for probably an hour last night, and like I went through and like slow clicked all the scenes, stuff like that. I mean, the the only real issue that I have with it, like the like the really strong issue, is is what they're gonna do with Lex. Like, I hate they, Lex. I they, hate him in, they, in his trailer. And you love and you love that guy too. Yes. You know, it's, which is funny. Like. They got to do. They got to do something with him, um, in in the proper context. You know, I just it, it has to it has to happen. He's just too he's too kooky right now. See, because you know? I'm worried. I'm worried that like for me, the first trailer, yeah. like uh, the red capes are coming. The red capes yeah. are coming. To me, that was like that was him being kind of like goofy. On an otherwise serious character, but now yeah. I'm worried that those other That's moments aren't serious moments for a goofy character. Yeah. Well, I, I I don't. There's no way they can play him super goofy. You know, I I think that I think that when the context is is coming, it's going to be it's going to be eccentric. He's going to be very Howard Hughes eccentric. Uh, at least I hope. That's what I'm hoping for. Because it, it, it just they I don't think they're going to be able to have a menacing bad guy. With this goofiness, you know, what do you think about like I'm I, like Mad Scientist Lex is not the Lex I want. Yeah, you know, it's not. And, and like, what do you think about uh, Batman Two Hand and the rifle there? Yeah. I you know I, I thought about. That. I mean, there's a little green nub on it, so it's definitely some kind of you know kryptonite laser. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care. I don't care. I, I like, you know, the whole Batman doesn't use guns thing it's just been taken out it's been taken out of context a, a, a lot and it just gets to be dumb i mean he uses guns in the dark knight returns you know he uses a rifle in the dark knight returns he uses guns in the original batman comic i mean he's got the emp gun 
You know, it's it's just the gun in the dark neighbor in the dark neighbor's hands is not a proper gun though, right? No, it's a fucking rifle with a scope. I th- I thought he fires a fucking like uh like a a a line across is what he ends up using. He does, for. but does he, he shoot people with rubber bullets too? Oh, maybe. Like I'm okay. I guess I'm okay with that too. Yeah, I mean, it's like I I, I think that historically he's he's used whatever gadget he can he can do to get the job done. He just doesn't you know shoot people in the fucking head with a forty five. You know I mean, he just doesn't execute people like his dad. I mean, I think that's I think that's what needs to be. And like you know, we've kind of talked about this too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of all right with the Batman. Like I, you know, I'm gonna do the best I can to send him to jail. But if you gotta go, like a police officer, you know, like yeah, I, see, I'm not I'm, okay I'm, with that. I'm, I'm, because I'm he's okay not like a it. cop. He's not like a cop. Which yeah, is but why. Like, I, but, which is but here, why but here, I, but here, I like here him. And I, I'm gonna, re, I'm gonna, you know, re, have a reduction to absurd. If it's one of those things where you know, there's a guy that's getting ready to blow up the city, and Batman's got, you know. The only way he can do it is drop a, a ton of bricks on the guy to stop him from pressing the button. I think he's going to do it. You know what I mean? I don't think he's going to let the city blow up. I feel like you know? I, feel I, I feel like he'll like find a way. Find a way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let me hear you. I just think that it's. I think it just paints the character into a, a corner, like an absolute corner. Which, and with the size you know, head he has, he should be able to think his way through it. <laughs> so is it the neck or the head now? Where, where, where's the beef? <laughs> It's all of it. It's it just looks it looks too top heavy to me. I think I, I think they should have like, I think they should have let him get a little fat chubby, just to like <laughs> balance it out. I I will say that his his face in some of the scenes I've seen, like I don't know if I like the way his face looks in the mask, you know, um, as much as as I've liked other people, like like Michael Keaton just looks fucking awesome in his mask, you know, like his face, yeah. um, and. Christian Bale sometimes he looked a little puffy like it was too tight. I didn't I didn't always like the way it was cut around his cheeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to bring in the other the other two. So it's fucking <laughs> worthless. I don't want bat nips. I'm still digging. I'm digging that the I'm digging the look and and everything. Um, and I mean I, I, I'm actually kind of glad we're getting a little bit more Clark Kent, like reporter Clark Kent. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like if you look at that, that trailer, like he's he's like. You know he's not in that trailer an awful lot. He was Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, like that—that's my other concern. Is like I understand, like Snyder's told us, you know, uh, what you call Henry Cavill has told us, like this is not a Superman movie, you know. So I get it. Well, I no, understand. Yeah, but then they did. But then he came back and said this is Superman too. Oh, I haven't read that. Oh yeah, he came back and said no, this is Superman too. You know. Oh, who said that? Uh, Zack Snyder. Oh, okay. Because I, I mean, I've, I have read the one where he was like, "This is its own thing. This is not Superman two. This yeah, is." I mean, I think I think whatever he said was kind of taken out of context, and he came back and corrected it. He specifically right. said, "No, this is a Superman sequel." Gotcha. Because so, Henry Cavill, Cavill, or whatever his name is, he said it too. Yeah, maybe I don't know. He said, "This is not a Superman movie. This is a Superman and Batman." No, I have to go. I'm thinking about walking over the box, just doing some research on that. Um. You know, it is it is a uh, you know it is it, it's visually it, I think it's gonna be visually stunning as well. Um, I'm just I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about the, the effects that I saw. So let me, let's talk about like I, I want to talk about Doomsday though because like I know I put some stuff on Facebook and everybody's like, oh man, you know they're gonna rush Doomsday. He you know I just wish they saved that character. 
I'm going to put it out there like Doomsday is kind of a, I mean, Doomsday is a super one-dimensional character, you know? Like, I, I don't, he's not, yes, he's not a villain. He's not a villain that needs build up. He doesn't need to be explained. He is a villain to be unleashed by somebody else. He he is a plot tool, you know? And like, I, I'm, I'm okay with Doomsday being in this. It could be, Doomsday could be easily be, be, all right. I think that it's safe to say that Doomsday could easily be swapped out with any other monstrous, you know, strong bad guy, you know? Like, it, it could just be an alien, you know, an alien monster or a genetic experiment. Like, they can they can switch it with Doomsday, and it's tough, and it's badass, and it, it doesn't matter, you know? And because I think that that's pretty factual, I don't really care if Doomsday comes in. I mean, it, it, it'll be interesting to see what they, they do with him. But, like, his – the whole con- – I, I really kind of hate Doomsday's concept. There's just no outer there's no outer limits to his regeneration power based off the you know the fluff of it. But there's been people who have like um, there's one comic I forget who it was and the guy just like dissolved him like dissolved him from space time you know like he just didn't exist anymore you know um, and it's like there's no really coming back from that you know if I if, if you if you leave the realm of physics and reality. You know what makes what gives you your powers really doesn't matter at that point. You know what I mean? It's not like he's a magical creature. He just he just got some kick-ass biology, um, and he just sometimes he's done okay. And but he just I don't know. He's never I've never been like oh man I can't wait to see Doomsday. Now Dark Side that's a whole other that's a whole other fucking bag of chips. Like I really well, want to see them take the title on Dark Side. Well, people are predicting we might see him in this. I, I maybe as like a hint of what's coming in Justice League, because you know, like maybe the, uh, the parademons and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we might see like some glowing eyes and a vision, you know, like you know, similar to what we saw at the end of the Avengers with Thanos. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll have a dark side character, you know, type of thing. I mean, I can't imagine they even have the time, you know. But like, I don't know. It just seems like they're just throwing more and more things at this. Every time I turn around, it's another thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I can, I imagine that the the Flash is going to be the flat. The scene we see with the Flash in Aquaman, it's going to be like a closing credit type. You know, the, you know, you see like a red blur. It stops and it looks up and it's the Flash, and you know, you know, there's a message, you know, at Barry Allen's desk or something. You know, it's something that's stupid like that. You know, like Batman has contacted him or something ridiculous like that. I don't I don't think that we're gonna get, you know, some action scenes where Aquaman and the Flash are actually in the movie. I think it's gonna be a, a cameo like Stan Lee cameos. You know what I mean? Like that's gonna right. be the level of it. I don't think they're gonna talk. I don't think they're gonna do anything. It's going to be, you know, three seconds of Aquaman, three seconds of The Flash, just so you know who they look like, and, and they're there, and then it's done, you know. And so, I don't know. I don't know. So there's nothing else you liked it besides one woman, which I think she's fucking, I think she's fucking perfect. She looks good. Yeah. Um, and uh, what did you think about the dialogue with, with Bruce Wayne? And before before Lex came on screen, the interaction, the clowns in my city—they dress like clowns. No, that's not what he said. He said, he said maybe it's the Gotham City in me. 
we've had a history with with uh with a freak uh with freaks dressed like clowns. Yeah, don't didn't like it. Really? Didn't like it. I felt like the whole conversation between the two of them felt super awkward, super forced, super contrived. Really? Yep. Didn't care for it at all. Huh. Like even before Le- before Lex came on scene, you're like yeah, that whole that whole clown talk, um, the you know the the whole uh, you know what do you think about this vigilante running around in Gotham and you know that whole fucking everything every every fucking conversation the two of them had felt forced as hell to, to me. I, really? I did, I, yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't care for any of it. I, I cared for the way that Wonder Woman looked, and that's it. Yeah, maybe it's the Gotham City in me. We just had a bad history with freaks dressed as clowns. Yeah, I mean, you can say it three times if you want. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure I had the quote correct because there's some nerd out there who's like, yeah, you did it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking, it's just fucking, like, it just seems so, like, wow, you hate it. Yeah, I do. I really do. I hate it. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate that trailer. I'd, I'd, I'd rather, I, I went back and watched the other one after I watched this one. Um, yeah. Just about every time because... I, I just to get the taste out of my mouth. You got to level yourself off. You yeah. had to take a blue pill. I had to take a blue pill. <laughs> I think it's shit. Uh, I do. Really? Like, I, yeah, I yeah. fucking I don't like it. Like, uh, I'm turned off by it. Like, if it wasn't, if if it wasn't what it is, I wouldn't even want to see it. Like, yeah. let's say this was uh, uh, Green Arrow versus the Flash. Like, and we yeah. didn't, and we didn't do this show. I'd be like, meh, DVD. Really? Yeah, I don't. Really? I really, I really don't like it. Like, I, I, I really think it looks bad. Hmm. Uh, now I could be now. Now the other one, I think, really looks good. Yeah. So the truth is, is that it, it may end up somewhere in the middle. You know what I mean? But yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just like I am happy that this is not my first exposure to it. I will say that because I like the teaser too. Even though there's not much to it, I kind of I like it. I like the tone. I like you know. It feels... Yeah, I like I like the tone of the teaser. I like the tone. I mean, like I I will say uh, the the little 50 second clip or whatever that turned me off, of course. But that was the context of it. The, the, my my biggest hangup is Lex, man. If they if they can do something with Lex, um, I think there was one thing that was weird though. I mean, I mean, I, I do want to go back. When 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 Clark is like, who's that? And um, oh, you must be new. That's Bruce Wayne. And like the piano playing in the background, and then like it hit like a hard chord, and then it cut to Bruce walking, and it was like it was like a boom, like it was like a realization. And I just felt that that's it was, it was a strange edit with the music, and I really feel like that that clip is edited in the trailer how it is in the movie, you know. Really? And so uh, yeah, it could be. I'm, it could also be one I'm, of those things where it's for the trailer, though. Maybe, maybe. Um, and like that, that felt kind of that did feel kind of like like um, odd to me. Uh, but it's not that I disliked it. It's like, oh, he's he's going to do a little something different with the way he edited this film versus the last one. You know, that's what kind of what kind of sprung to mind. But it's just that goofy ass Lex, man. You know, and I, I almost hope that I almost hope that he's not the real Lex, and that. There's going to be the older Lex, the Lex that we know, you know. But I, apparently he's dead, right? Is that the rumor? I don't know. That I don't know. I haven't read anything to confirm or deny or suggest that. Um, what if, what if Walter White was Lex? You know. <laughs> I'd be I'd Brian. be kidding. I, I don't feel like Walter White has. I don't feel like he has the right look. 
over Lex personally, but I, I, at this point, I mean, I'll take him. <laughs> is Hayden Christian available? At this, yeah, at this point, you'd take Chris Pratt as Lex's. <laughs> yeah, I would. Chris Pratt and, and Hayden Christensen is his sub though. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. I I, I know you don't like it. No, I know. Right. I know you're. I know. I know you're wounded right now, and you feel hurt. I am. Do you have? Do you have? I. You know what? I'm, I have nerd rage right now. I did. Do, do you have enough trust in in Zach to to pull this off though? Are uh-huh. you still optimistic? Uh, I am. I am cautiously optimistic. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, what did you think of some of the battle sequences that we saw? Uh, too quick. It's too quick for me to really like make a, a judgment on. Like the mm-hmm. the scene where like Superman like rises up and then like chest slams Batman and then they, and they yeah. catch them going down. Like that looked good. Yeah. Um, you know, but I just it's it's hard to it's 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 for me it's hard to pass judgment on that kind of stuff. Like it all it, looks it, good, but it's all really short, quick cuts. Well, it 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 makes you wonder. They they it looks like they have to have more than one battle. You know. Um, and, uh, I wonder how that's going to go down because there's definitely him in the bat armor and there's definitely him not in the bat armor. Yeah. I'm so, guessing, I'm guessing, uh, I'm guessing two, you know what I mean? I'm guessing, I'm guessing one, one fight it out. Everybody goes home and licks their wounds and then one fight it out and we realize we're, we're fighting for the same I'm, thing. Are we best friends? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Justice. Um, yeah, and then like, and then Lois is involved somehow. Gets kidnapped by Lex or whatever. So that'll be interesting. And then, like, the, you know, there's like the one Lex had some uh, bandages on his hand. So that's like, I wonder what that's from. That's from when he shook. That's when he finally shook his hand. The hard, heavy handshake. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do you think Lex knows already who who they both are? I don't know. I like, I dude, like, I'm at a point. I don't care. Really? Like, I kinda, yeah, I kind of just want to see this thing now. Like, I am turned off. And I love, <laughs> like, I, 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 like, like you know, like, a couple months ago, I was like, man, give me this, and fuck Star Wars, fuck every Marvel movie, just give me this. Yeah. yeah. You know, but now I'm like, eee. I feel like I need to tell. You're bipolar with it. Yeah, I am. I am. I'll take that charge. I just feel like I need to tell Snyder to, like, be gentle. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know. This is our first time. Don't fight it. Don't push against it. This is our first time. (laughs) Oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I am, um, I don't, uh, like, because here's the thing. Like, outside of the dialogue Mm -hmm. and outside of um, little things, I'm kind of like, that's weird. Uh, it, It still looks good like i watched it on mute and i was like this still looks good but watching it with the dialogue and all that shit like and like you know like i said maybe they took all the goofy moments and made the you know trailer but um i i hope that it's more in line with the way it feels with the first trailer and not this one and i don't like the hans zimmer i don't think that's hans zimmer music you don't like the music? I don't think it's Hans Zimmer. I think it's trailer music. Oh well, actually, the the, the score leaked uh, the day before yesterday, 
and I checked it out, and I was actually pretty happy with it. Um, I had yeah, the music I was I was digging. I, I don't know for Zimmer. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't feel like Hans Zimmer to me. It could be. You know, stranger yeah. things have happened. It just seems a little on the nose for Hans Zimmer. It seems like I don't know. It doesn't seem like like the music in the first two trailers feels like Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. This one feels like like. Like, if you looked up this song on YouTube, it had, like, a warrior princess with, like, horns on her helmet. Like, digital <laughs> art the, painting. Painted on the side of a van? No, no, like a digital art painting, like, mountains on fire in the background. <laughs> <laughs> a staff of powers, sorcery. <laughs> what do you think about the What do you think about the heat vision from Doomsday eyes and mouth? Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it was it was an odd choice. Um, so I don't know, and like the black, I'm so glad the little black. See, I, I don't, I don't know if uh, wouldn't it have been great if Batman hit the button and the canopy went back down, but slow like the glass in a limo. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> that, that that was I, I actually almost made a meme where. Uh, where Batman's like, oh shit, and then it, and it goes to uh, Doomsday, and it said language, <laughs> like flames are like busting out of his head, and then back or, to Cap. I got that reference. <laughs> or make a meme like uh, people are gonna hate the way Doomsday looks. <laughs> that one, that one of you that just said head dot dot dot. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think uh, I don't. I mean, I'm sure we're gonna get more trailers. It's it's you know March. Um, and uh, I mean, we have Mar- until March to go there, so we got a couple more months, you know. But I, I'm I, I'm off the ledge from the the one scene. I, I feel that it's safe to say, like that was my biggest worry. It's safe to say that that's not a, in, you know, it's an else world or a what if or a dream sequence. So I'm good with that. Um, but yeah, I just need to get over Lex. And I think the Ninja Turtle slash Cave Troll Doomsday, I think it's gonna work um, somehow, some way. I just hope. I do hope that he doesn't have Zod's memories, because if he has Zod's memories or if he is Zod, it's going to be it's going to be an issue. So. Yeah. No, no. Anything else before we uh, before we end this little short segment? No, I think we can cut back to the show now. All right, all right, guys. All right, and we're back. So first of all, let us know if like we just did it on the phone. So we really, because we really wanted to get that raw kind of feedback from it. So let us know if that sound quality is obnoxious and we won't do it again. We just thought it might be something you guys would be interested in hearing. Um, if it's not a problem, we'll continue to kind of try to do stuff like that. But now after a better, um, a better setup for, for stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that too. After, um, after a week, uh, how do you feel? Um, all right. So the main issue that I have, and I keep on going back to this, is like, did they reveal too much? Now, me personally, I, I don't care about spoilers. Um, I'm actually a pro spoiler kind of guy. Uh, like it doesn't it doesn't affect how I enjoy the movie because I kind of each time I'm in a movie, I kind of just like get into it. You know what I mean? Like it's not like because I know what's going to happen. It doesn't matter. There's there's scenes in movies, and I've and I've talked about this before. Um, like one is you know in the the '78 Superman where you know. Clark flies up and catches Lois for that first time. I get goosebumps every time I watch that. Even just thinking about it, you know, in in the movie Hook, where when the you know when the boys first meet Peter, and the one little boy's like 
pushing his hands on his face. He's like, oh, there you are, Peter. That just gets you, that kicks you right square in the feels. And so I don't, I don't mind that stuff. But looking at that trailer, I'm like, are they revealing too much? And are they revealing the big, the big moments? Like that, that Wonder Woman scene, that's going to be a big moment. That's, and it's just, you know, everybody's going to be like, oh, I mean, it's like the scene of, you know, to get back to Star Wars, like when when Yoda walked in on Count Dooku, you know what I mean? Like when that shit happened, yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole room just went into chaos. And I mean, if that's if if that's the first time you see Wonder Woman like in battle armor getting ready to fuck shit up, I, I really think they did themselves a disservice. Now it may not be, you know, we we may get Wonder Woman before that, um, and there might be a lot of other stuff we don't know about. So. That that's one concern I have. Um, the other concern I have is is like I I can't get past the Lex Luthor thing, man. Yeah, that's 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 what it is for me too, man. That's what it is for me. I can't. And I, I, yeah, I can't. I can't. Um, I can't get into it. I can't get behind it. It's not the Lex I want. Now maybe he has three, you know, kooky parts in the whole movie, and those are all in the trailer. No, because even that, that the red capes are coming. The red capes are coming. It's like I think he's this whimsical, you know, floppy, you know, douche. Yeah. And like, okay, and I want to I want to take some time on this one. There's been the skinny mad scientist Lex, right? There's been the big old fat cigar smoking, you know, ruthless capitalist Lex. And then there's been the kind of the pinnacle of, of human, you know, mind, body. I mean, like Lex basically is an evil Batman, you know? Yep. I mean, that's – or, or an e- evil Tony Stark. Maybe that's even uh, even better. Yeah. Um, we've had that – well, we've had that discussion before that Lex Luthor is probably Bruce Wayne had Bruce Wayne. But the Lex Luthor that we love. Yes. It's probably yes. Bruce Wayne had Bruce Wayne not lost his parents. Yes. Um, and – you know, he, he, uh, I mean, he was the most loved son of Gotham before Superman arrived. You know, he was, he was Tony Stark, you know? Right. Um, which, which begs the question of, you know, that, that, that like, I wonder what would happen to Tony Stark if they had a Superman type character in the, the Marvel universe. Um, and, and just Jesse Eisenberg or whatever his name is, he, I just don't think that physically he can take that role of the Lex that I want. Um, but you know, the jury's still out. We don't know. I, I don't know what it's going to be. I still have faith, um, that it's going to be a good movie. And, you know, the other thing too, is like, I don't always need to have the same character, but at the same time, you just can't go too far away from the core of the character. And I mean, you know, Lex Luthor is, smart, is supposed to be one of the smartest person, persons on the planet. And you know I mean, very few people, um, have his level intellect in the in the uh, the DC universe, uh, and they've done some awesome stuff with his character here. Recently. Like the, the whole thing about Lex being in the Justice League now is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, and you no, know, the, the the interesting thing about Lex is is he's kind of right in a way, um, about being concerned with with uh, Superman. Because you know he is a, a very all powerful alien that at one, any point could just enslave humanity. We would have anything to do. And also, you know, his biggest point is that is that Superman, by his existence, kind of spits in the face of of what humans 
can be because we can never be as good as him. We can, there's no there's no use to strive anymore as a species because now we have this guardian that will just you know shepherd us to whatever, and we can never be better than we are. Um, that's kind of that's kind of I really love that Red Sun uh, Superman because like he is a descendant of Lex Luthor <laughs> in that uh, in that universe. So um, the other stuff, Doomsday, I, dude, I, I hope it's not. I don't care if it's Doomsday, right? Mm-hmm. As long as as long as I, I don't like. All right, let me let ask me you start this. You want over. this to be Doomsday's final form? N- no, I don't okay. want it to be Doomsday's final form. I don't want Doomsday to be Zod resurrected. You know? Yep. Like <clears throat> I, I think that's I, probably I hope, the case, though. Well, I I wouldn't mind them using some of Zod's DNA and using the birthing chamber to create something. Um, that that I'll be okay with. Um, I don't think Doomsday's origin story is that important that it, it's it's going to really develop his character. The only reason Doomsday exists, and like I think we said it in the in the the phone call, we probably should listen to it before we continue the podcast, is just to just to fight Superman, just to kill, to have a physical match, somebody who can go blow to blow with Superman, which we already had in the first movie. You know what I mean? We had that with Zod. Um, so I don't I, I don't really. Uh, care how what they do with Doomsday as, as much. I'm not investing that character because he's, like I said before, a very one-dimensional character. I think it's, if it's a resurrection of Zod, it's it's dumb. Um, it, it probably is going to be, and, you know, I just have to see how it, how it translates, you know, and I'll be honest with you. If it's, if they do it in a way that, like, makes sense, I'll be okay with it. If they do it like shit, I'll be like, yeah, I didn't like that part. Um, I, uh, I, am, I am curious to what they're going to do with Aquaman and the Flash now. And I kind of wondering if that's the big moments they're saving, to be like the holy shit, you know, like come out of left field with it. It probably is. I I doubt that we'll see Aquaman or Flash before the movie comes out. And if we do, I think there's a huge tactical error error on their part. Um, the back and forth of Batman and and Superman is fine. Even the little jokes, I, I'm not mad mad at. They are a little much. Uh, but I do think it's safe to say that they, everybody there in that that little conversation in the beginning of the trailer knows who everybody else is. You know? Yeah. I'll tell you, like, you know, it's funny because I've been reading a lot of responses on, on the interwebs. Uh, you know what a dark and dangerous place those those, those webs can yeah. be. You never um, find a more wretched hive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, like, you know, it's funny because I've seen a lot of people complain about the Civil War trailer. Really? Uh, yeah, saying, like, they don't show you anything. Yeah, and I've seen well, a lot that's... of people complain about the Batman vs Superman. Like they're showing us too much. You know? Yeah, like yeah, I think yeah. it's like impossible to please people. Um, but I think what feels weird is that tone. But a lot of people really love that Batman vs Superman trailer. I was listening to uh, Fat Man on Batman. They seem to love it, even though they were making like similar criticisms to what we're making. Yeah, they seem to love it. Um, yeah, comic book cast. I was listening to them. They seem to love it. Uh, they were making similar criticisms, but they seemed on board and well, they liked well, let me... the the more comic booky approach, the more quote unquote Marvel approach. Um, well, let me ask you this. Does it make you want to see the movie less or make yes. you want to see the movie full, more? Less. Okay. Um, I so don't, it doesn't spark your curiosity. No, I, it, it definitely doesn't spark my curiosity. Cause I, you know, cause I do feel like they showed too much. You know? Okay. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know, man. I I think that we're just gonna have to wait and see. Hopefully, we get another trailer that kind of levels the playing field a bit. But I'm like, actually, I don't want any more trailers. I might not watch any more trailers for this. 
Um, I'll see how that turns out. I have a feeling that. You I mean, it, I mean, like as if, if right now there's a trailer, and you said, "Hey, man, here's a link to the new trailer." I'd be like, "Uh," and I and I wouldn't jump on it right away. It wasn't like, I mean, dude, I I was scouring to see what channel Jimmy Kimmel Live was to watch that fucking trailer. You know what right. I mean? And right now, I would probably, I would probably be on the the waiting thing. Now, if it popped up in a movie, of course I'd watch it. Or, you know, if I was watching TV, which I don't have TV, um. I would I would watch it. I wouldn't like keep myself away from it. But as of right now, I'm not. If if Zack Snyder called me up, hey Adam, what's going on? Hey hey Zach, how you doing, brah? Hey man, I was thinking about doing another uh you know Batman Superman trailer. Are you down? I'm like, nah man, let's just wait. We're almost there. Like you know like 97 days or some shit or 107 days or whatever the fuck it is. We're good, man. Okay, and that would be it. So. All right. So let's see what else. There's a. There's been some Civil War two um, kind of news. Shoot, I'm trying to pull it up. It's, I think I think it's the 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 writer and artist. I mean, give me just two seconds. Yes, uh, Marvel confirms Bendis and Marquez on Civil War two. Um, now McNiven did the art for Civil War one, right? Yeah. So, let's see what they have to say here. And this is from Comic Book Resources. Do we need another Civil War? Uh, do we need one? No. Yeah. No. I'm kind of against this whole thing. Well, you know what's funny is um, I was having a conversation with somebody recently, and they were saying how much they love Marvel, and they couldn't understand why I, I love DC, at least classic DC or you know whatever, Platinum Age DC. Um, is that what we're calling nowadays? That's what I just decided we're calling it. Uh, yes, so, like it. yeah, so I, I was like, well, here's the thing. I was like, I, I, was like, I love – I was like, I, I'm not the guy uh, – I, I, you know, I'm bringing him up again, uh, Joe KW, but uh, – he was saying how like he has a hard time understanding how people can love the Joker and love Harley Quinn and all this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Now let me explain. So it threw me for a loop too, and I had almost the identical response, right? Mm-hmm. And and he was like, he was like, he was like, but they're sick and they're fucking twisted and they're, they're it, there's, it's like evil incarnate and like he went on and on and on and I was like, yeah, but that's what makes them cool. And he was like, yeah, but that's why I can't get behind it. And I was like. It's very interesting, like 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 just perspective wise. Do you know what I mean? To be like, look, like, like I can appreciate that they're good villains, but I can't love them because they're fucking horrible people. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that I like am in love to worship the Joker. Well, now let, now, let me let me let me let me finish this out though. So okay. he's he's more of a Marvel fan. Okay. And I was like, I was like, one of the problems that I have with Marvel is I don't feel like Marvel has a strong rogues gallery. Yeah. So like the two of us were discussing these kind of concepts and discussing this idea and like it like kind of clicked for us both. But he said like he was like, you know what? That might be why I prefer Marvel. He's like, because the best Marvel books are Marvel heroes fighting Marvel heroes for different reasons. Hmm. And I, that it, like it, it is like so. So like House of M, Marvel heroes versus Marvel heroes. Uh, Secret Wars, Marvel Heroes versus Marvel Heroes, Civil War, Marvel Heroes versus Marvel Heroes, uh, Wolverine versus uh, the Hulk, classic story, Marvel Hero versus Marvel Hero, like on and on and on it goes, and like, so, I think Marvel did a- in- invent the superhero, you know, um, crossover, you know. So do I we think need- that was their thing? So do we need a Civil War two? No, but do we need more Marvel stories where the Marvel heroes just fight each other because their villains kind of blow? Um, Possibly, not not entirely. You know, like like there's some cool villains. Like Doom is a cool villain. Thanos is a cool villain. Like you know, Magneto is like arguably one of the best comic book villains ever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So it's, it's not like they're they're all bad, you know. But it's just like when you compare the Rose Gallery to you know, like the DC universe, it's just like you know they have great villain archetypes. Like, you know, well, like, I think DC has real villains. They have terrifying. Like the thing about I mean, Magneto they also have fantastic is, villains too. You know what I mean? Who does DC? Yeah. No, I mean I mean Marvel. No DC. Like you no, said, I, think, I, I think DC. I know. You I'm said sorry. I think DC has has real villains, and I was like, yeah, they also have pretty fantastic villains too. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but I'm I'm. What I meant to say is that is that like, all right, like uh, the Joker is a terrifying, a terrifying concept. Sure, you know but he's I mean? he's more of a real villain. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, but Dark side, Ghul, Dark side isn't. Yes, I agree. Um, Raza Ghul is more of you know he you know he's he's got something special with him you know like all, all the different you know the care especially Batman I mean Batman has the, I think Batman hands down has the best villains yeah absolutely no, no doubt um, about it I don't think anybody could argue that point he's got the best rogue gallery in existence absolutely um, but like you know the couple I mean what are some really good Marvel villains you have you had Doctor Doom Doom, Thanos, who's, who's very, who's very interesting, very dynamic. Yes. I don't really know what Thanos's motivations are. Uh, I've read, to, a, I've read, a, you know, I've it's read to a please death. Of... Yeah, I like guess. He's, he's like obsessed with her. Like I dig that concept. Like he's so obsessed with this woman. Is that where, thing... is that how it's always been though? Yeah, I think. Well, for the most part, at least or, pre, or just... pre, at least pre Infinity Gauntlet. Like right around, like the the books that involved him before Infinity Gauntlet. I think is when they established that. I think. Yeah, I mean, but what what about the Captain Marvel shit back in the day with him? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that was like a little bit before our time. But I mean, you know, we could we could do that with all of DC. Do you know what I mean? And say like, look, before '89, mm-hmm. you know, Lex yeah, Luthor maybe. wasn't this way. But who gives a shit? Yeah, but I mean, Le- I wouldn't say Lex Luthor's the one modern of my representation of Thanos is synonymous with death. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say Lex Luthor's one of my favorite DC villains. I'm just saying. Same with the yeah. Joker. I mean, you know, he, he's he's like he's had you know the slapsticky Joker. He's had super goofy Joker, but but now he's kind of like sick twisted Joker. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's been he's been sick twisted Joker one way or another for you know for years. Well, so is Thanos. Thirty thirty, 30 years. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe. that's what I'm saying. Is that he's okay. been like the 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 dynamic of Thanos with death is is long since established you know what i mean like coming yeah. up 30 years at least yeah i just you know i don't it is what it is um i forgot even where we we're going with this but um just marvel villains that are worth the fuck oh okay i mean so doom is interesting um i think he's more and more interesting but even even his has been more modern um all of spider-man's villains are pretty pretty goof I mean, I love Spider-Man. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, the the, the villain, di- the 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 Venom dynamic is pretty cool. Yeah, Venom's good. Um, the problem with making Venom transfer to film is that like the the history of Venom and the symbiote with Spider-Man with Peter Parker, it, like is is one of the key things that makes that story so cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it takes so it takes so long to establish yeah. that in, in cinema. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but anyway, I, I just, I just, I just thought it was interesting. I, I don't even know how we, we got here. Uh, but, but oh, the Civil War. So like, yeah, I, I, I don't know if we necessarily need a Civil War Part Two. But Marvel movies where the heroes are fighting each other. I mean, Marvel books where the heroes are fighting each other tend to win. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, let's see. It'll, today's news, blah blah, blah. And, and it's a. Uh, it's Iron Man facing off against the Falcon. 
or it was, mm-hmm. it's a Captain America now. So Sam, but Sam Wilson. Uh, so Bendis is a veteran of major Marvel events, having written House of M, Secret Invasion, and Age of Ultron. Uh, Secret Invasion, you could even argue, is Marvel Heroes versus Marvel That's Heroes. That's true. Yeah. You know? I did. I did enjoy Secret Invasion a lot. Yeah, me too. Uh, and him and Marquez have collaborated on multiple Marvel titles. Uh, for instance, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, starring Miles Morales. Uh, so yeah, they're they're going to work together on this. It doesn't seem to be a hateful team. So uh, and it's and it's kind of what works for Marvel, mm-hmm. I think. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be I, I I think it'll be worth a read at the very least. Okay. Um. And uh, Tom Hollins says that his Spider-Man is going to draw on both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire's. Spider-Man. So he's using both of them as an inspiration. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about that? Um, you know, I don't know. I, I hear people defend uh, what you call Spider-Man. Tobey um, Maguire? Yeah. And I was never really into him. Um, and, and what I, I hear more often than not is people say, like, oh, I love Andrew Garfield's Parker and uh, what you call Spider-Man. And I'm like, yeah. really? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's how I, I've said that before. I, I don't get that at all because I, I love Garfield's Spider-Man. Love I love it. the look of Garfield's Spider-Man. Nope, nope, nope. Um, I love the personality. I love the oh, you found my 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 weakness. It's it's really small knives. Like I love that shit. Like, I thought. I, I mean, that wasn't bad, but that was. I think that was definitely. Um, it was uh, almost a little over the top. You know. Really? He. he uh, all right. Spider-Man. There's a fine line of and and here's some there's some people out there that just think Spider-Man's a douchebag. Like they don't like Spider-Man cuz he's he's just a fucking bully in a way. And um you know, there's a fine line between him being a smart aleck and talking shit to throw his opponents off guard, which I love about it. And, and also cover up it, his own insecurities. Exactly. Yeah, that was my next thing. It's like and then also the other thing is is that you know, he is a kind of a geek, been picked on all his life and whatnot, and he's kind of using comedy to, you know, to express himself or whatever. As he's as he's Spider Man, he gets to he gets to let this part of himself out that has probably been, you know, pushed pushed down and and beaten up upon as he's been a young man. And I think that Tobey Maguire is more successful with being funny, upbeat, smart Alex Spider Man, but at the same time. Not coming off as just a douche, and I think that uh, what's his face Garfield, his Spider-Man, more often than not, comes off as a douche, and it's just over the top. It's like it's, it's almost too much dialogue. It's not it's not little quick, you know, smart ass things to say. It's like a, a guy in a blue and a red suit in the back of your car, and you think I'm a cop. You know what I mean? It's just I I feel like that whole that whole thing was forced. You know? I don't know. Um, I love that shit. I love his like like I love like. I love Spider-Man's smart-ass quickness, like quick wit. And I feel like I didn't get really any of that with Tobey Maguire. Oh, nice outfit. Did your husband make that for you? I mean, there's there's tons of little stuff that he did. No, no, he has lines that are supposed to be that. But Mm -hmm. none of it, like, Spider-Man usually makes me lulls. Like, literally lulls when I'm reading the book. Like, like when he's talking to Green Goblin and and he shoots webbing on Jay, he's like, Quiet, Junior. The grown-ups are talking. Just stuff like that, like quick. You know, the, the, it doesn't need that much dialogue. Like, but it that's didn't the kind make of stuff. me laugh. It okay. just seemed a lot of it seemed cheesy and corny to me. Where like 
Spider-Man in the books actually makes me laugh, and, Sp- and uh, Garfield Spider-Man actually made me laugh. I don't think I don't think I think Spider-Man is kind of cheesy. I think he know? is too, but I think cheesiness can make you laugh. I think cheesy there's cheesiness that can make you laugh, and there's cheese like uh, a, a, a dog wins an award and nobody claps, and you say "rough crowd" and kind of give a sigh. <laughs> you know, that's cheesy, but it makes me laugh. You know what I mean? That only that only makes me laugh because of the context of I know what you're talking about. Right, right, right. But like, um, but you know what I'm saying, like. Like it makes me laugh. Like this does not like uh, Toby Maguire. I, I don't think I like his face for one. But like, okay, I don't. I don't find him to be funny. Like I, I don't. And, and what's funny is Garfield. I never found to be funny either until he played this role. And then like he had me cracking up. Like yeah. a lot of his like a lot of his quick wit was was sounded very right to me. Uh, in a spider yeah. So I don't know. But see, you know, conversely, like him as Peter Parker. I feel like he's a little too slick, and I feel like Toby uh, Garfield. A, yeah, yeah. You no, know, I like, like Garfield. I like Garfield's look as Peter Parker. Um, okay, I can get behind that. But like I feel like, like I feel like I feel like he's a little too on his game. I feel like the Toby Maguire Parker is a lot more insecure. He's a lot more I, dirty. I, I think that Toby Maguire. Oh, I'm gonna get so much shit for this. I think Toby Maguire is probably a better actor. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think I think he's. I mean, because. I haven't seen Garfield in that much stuff. I think he's. I think he's a better. He's a more seasoned actor. Maybe um, I don't know Garfield and Social Network, dude. See, but that's the only. I mean, that's the only movie that he's been in, right? The only other big movie that he's been yeah, in, the only right? other big movie. But I mean, he fucking nailed the fuck out of that. Like that dude's. That dude's got some chops. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pull up some IMDb real quick because I think this would be a good thing to go into. Um, Why you're doing that? Next week, what do you want to do? Do you want to do a episode and then a Star Wars special? Um, oh man, I don't know, dude. We'll have to play that by ear. Okay. I, I will say, listen, guys, we are not going to put out any spoilers on Facebook, um, or what else? Twitter. I think, yeah, f- Twitter. Yeah, not Facebook or Twitter. We're not going to do any any spoilers on that. But we the the Star Wars episode that we're going to do. It's going to be him and I, talk, Bobby and I, talking about what we liked. So that's going to be full of spoilers, guys. So just let you know now if you haven't seen it, and and, and we might we might even make the title of it. Don't watch this. You know, don't open until you've watched. You know, Star Wars. <laughs> don't open spoils immediately. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm just going through t- uh, Tobey Maguire, uh, Ice Storm. Even though that's a st- stupid movie, he wasn't bad in that. <laughs> Never saw it. Um, it. It was weird. It was a weird. It was a weird movie. Okay, I want to go down here and see some of his. Uh... Why you do that? I'll bring he up. was in. He was in Fear. And... All right, Pleasantville was a very interesting movie. I liked that movie. Yeah, I did too. Uh, Cider House Rules was awesome. Yep. Um, I didn't see Wonder Boys. Um, all I the Spider Mans. Spider Mans. That's surprising. <laughs> uh, Brothers, he was good. Uh, I didn't see The Great Gatsby. I did, I, and shit. I wanted to see that. Shit. Yeah, it was shit. That movie's a piece of shit. Really? Yeah, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That movie sucks, dude. Ter- really? Actually, you might like it. Yeah, I I feel that I would. I liked the book when I was a kid. Yeah, it um, sucks though. And then Andrew, let's look at Andrew. If I can spell his name right. No, I got him. I got him. 
so uh, obviously the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And, and Social Network. Social Network. Uh, he was in, uh, let's see here, Never Let Me Go, Never Saw It, I'm Here, Never Saw It, Air, Never Saw It, Freezing on TV, Never Saw It, The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnastus, Never Saw It. Uh, I mean, the other, else has been oh, he was in the other, uh, the other bowling girl, which was fantastic. What's that? The other bowling girl. It's like credit, a credit only. Credit only. I don't know what that means, but that movie's fantastic. Yeah. Do you recall him in that movie? No, no. I was just saying right, it's so, a side, side. So all he's really been in is is uh, Arcade Fire. We exist. That's a short. And he's in stuff. He's in some stuff right now. So the only other thing he's really been in is the social networks, which you're you fucking love that movie. I love it. I think it's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I still have not seen it, man. Some of the best dialogue that's not in it. You're you are a sucker for some from some heavy dialogue. It's not in a Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, the social network is some of the best like character dialogue I've ever seen. Uh, and yeah. I, I can watch it. I can watch it like the opposite of a silent film. Um, like I just, can just, just, I, the, I can, just the sound. Yep, just the sound. Like I could put it on the car and just listen to the dialogue and be happy as a clam. It's, it's, it's elegant. Um, download that. Just such a. Isn't it like a three-hour movie? It's a long unit, right? Uh, yeah, but it, I mean, it's, it's fucking fantastic. I mean, fucking, it's. There's so many things. So many good things in place in that movie. Like it's it's an interesting story. It's an interesting like cultural phenomenon that kind of is untapped in cinema. It's an interesting group of actors that are all pretty talented. Trent Reznor did the fucking score. The, you know the the director. Like it's just it's just like I don't see a way it could have came out. Poorly. Wasn't he nominated for an Oscar for that? Yeah, I think so. He won for something recently, right? I don't know. He did Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Like he did Seven. He did like you know he's a David Finch. I think it was David Fincher. David Fincher. Yeah, I, I get him, and then like the comic book artist confused sometimes. <laughs> anyway, Fincher. um, but yeah, it's it's fantastic. I, I love the Social Network, and I I don't I don't even want to talk to anybody who doesn't. Um. So anyway, back to Tobey Maguire thing. I, I I do think he's a more seasoned actor. I think that's safe to say. Um, he he's got a pretty wide range. I mean, the guy started. Oh, he had Sea Biscuit too, right? Was he in Sea Biscuit? Uh, he did a good job it. in that. Um, you know, I generally just, hate all animals. I know the horse dies in it. Just joking. Maybe, Sweet. maybe not. You never know. So. Um, no, I'm kidding. I love animals, but uh, especially furry ones. But the, I, I just, I, I don't have any <laughs> interest in most of the movies that he's in, and I don't like him. I don't. I, I just, I think I want to fucking punch this dude. Like he may really? be the nicest guy. Yeah, like something about his face. It's like the guy at Step Brothers. Like I just want to hit you. Like something about your yeah. face. And he's like, "Was well, there anything I can do about it? Nope. Nope. Just want to hit. Like that's how I feel. Like he annoys me." Um, but I think that he works well for Parker. I just prefer Garfield in the suit. Yeah. But I'm, I know I'm in the minority, so I must, I'm, I, I, I prefer Garfield's suit. You know, but it's funny, man. Every once in a while, I like a, a scrawny, little scrawny Spider-Man. And then every once in a while, I kind of want to make McFarlane Spider-Man, you know? I could do the Bailey Spider-Man, and then the next day, I want the McFarlane Spider-Man. I want some um, variety in my Spider-Man. And the only other news before we get into, uh... Our, our our 20 predictions, um, mm. as I have labeled it, is uh, they released the names for the X-Men Marvel Legends wave. Um, okay. Which is a big deal because, you know, they've kind of strayed away from doing X-Men Marvel Legends. Yes. Uh, and it is a t- 
top shelf cast. Uh, there's Is there going to be a Wolverine? Oh, you know it. You can't, you, can't, <laughs> hey, you, can't, you can't make a Transformers cartoon without Bumblebee. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Um, so the wave is the Phoenix, Havoc, Cable, Iceman, Kitty Pride, Deadpool, Wolverine, and Rogue. Holy fuck. And, they, and they're not disclosing uh, what, what the Build-A-Figure is going to be. Okay. That's a guess. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Colossus Juggernaut. Ooh, Colossus. I think Colossus, and I, I think Colossus because Colossus is going to be in the Deadpool movie and possibly in the in the X Men movie as well. I think you nailed it. I think Colossus would do. I was going to say Juggernaut, but I think that Colossus is a much smarter choice. Or Colossus Juggernaut. Like my first my first thought that came to mind was Colossus, but then I realized he's not Colossus anymore. He's like Colossus Juggernaut. But the fact that he is in the Deadpool movie now, I would go, I would actually change it back to just plain old Colossus. My best for my bet. Yeah. Is he still cuz he's still Colossus Juggernaut, right? I don't know. I don't know. Too, too much to keep track of those silly mutants. They're mutant pride. Um so. so Oh, oh, I, I did forget to say one thing about Batman and Superman. Can we go back there for a second? Yeah, yeah. Uh apparently we are getting word that that scene is a dream sequence where they're in the future. Um but it also might be a kind of a, a prophecy type thing. Um, as we kind of predicted it in the yeah yeah we did. And there's um, something else that we predicted that I think we've that is leaked that we were we were dead on, but now I can't remember what it was. So, maybe come to us. so let's get into better. the non the non spoiler stuff for Star Wars real quick, just so uh, Tyler L can stay part of the show. Um, I want to talk about it. Carrie Fisher. I'm just joking. Go ahead. C- Carrie Fisher. What about uh, her? I adore. Her. Yeah, I, I love her. Absolutely adore. Like I want to take her out. Absolutely. I want to take her out to dinner. Like she, like, I just want to fucking kiss this woman. So they asked her about what she felt about them doing away with the slave Leia merchandise. Um, since uh, that you know, no one has, like, no one has come out and said, like, officially, we're not doing slave Leia merchandise. And at the same time, we're not seeing a lot of it. And also, uh. Many people think that it's as a result of this father who had his kid in the store, saw the figure, and became outraged over meaningless outrage and wrote Hasbro, right? Mm-hmm. So they asked her what her opinion of it was, and she was like, it's stupid. You don't know what to tell your son about it? Tell him that I was captured by a giant space slug and forced to wear this thing, and then I killed him and took it off when I was out backstage. And I just wanted to applaud her. Yeah. Like, thank you for having some fucking common sense. Yeah. And it's funny because she just like kind of did make a statement about, you yeah, know, like she, she, Hollywood she, and and well, the weight thing and like there's been information out years about how she had to lose a bunch of weight for Jedi. Yeah. You know. But she was but, also like, you know, um, you know, it's like she she's she she also had big complaints about. That, you know, about, about like, you know, she was, uh, you know, that she's always kind of stuck to her guns with, like, I am the first, you know, movie superheroine in a lot of ways. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Like, she was the tough and rumble chick who could hang with the boys and blah, 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 blah. And she was like, she was, I think she was just a little bummed out that she was reduced to a slave dancer 
you know, in Jedi and that not only was she, you know, put in that spot, but it's kind of become like I, when I think of Princess Leia, it's, it's one of the first images that comes to mind, mm. you know, but it's because as a as a young, impressionable lad, it made a pretty big impact on me. Yeah. And my wiener. <laughs> I actually I actually think of the white. The I white do too. Suit and, the, and, the, and the hair buns is when I, I say when you say Leia, that's actually the first thing I see. I think I actually see her giving out the medals because it's like one of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. But it ain't too long before the old slave Leia pops up in the head. Like, <laughs> you know, we're talking moments. Or makes the head pop up. What? Boom. Stop it, you. So, um, I don't know. I, I just, I applaud her. I, I, I think that more common sense should be used in, in media and, and anyway. Common like, sense in media? Heaven right. forbid. So I lift my glass to Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's it. They've done like a bunch of like press releases for for Force Awakens and stuff, but they none of nobody's saying shit. It's too. I don't know oh, how cool. they do it. Like J.J. Abrams must give classes on how to have like a two-hour interview and not say a fucking thing. Uh, maybe they're doing some like you know operational security type briefings. Maybe so. Maybe so. All right, now we're gonna get into spoiler stuff. And Tyler L, go ahead and click off. Okay. So here we go. Uh, nothing, nothing really new news-wise, um, except that we did get a, uh, a leaked image of a Ray figure, a three and three quarter, who comes with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And Harrison Ford's already said something about her lightsaber fight. Correct with, with Kylo Loren. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you always say Kylo Loren. Um, what, what is it, Kylo? Kylo Ren. Oh, Kylo Ren. Whatever. Kylo is in Sky Solo. Kylo. Ever. Yeah. Um, on that one. So predictions, and we're gonna do percentages, and I'm gonna fill them in. I have a little chart, and I'm gonna fill them in our chart. So mm-hmm. you're gonna say, I'm gonna ask the question or give the statement, and then you say what percentage you think it is true. Okay. okay? Finn is Lando's son. Ten mm. percent. <sighs> okay. I'm saying thirty-three, and my thirty-three percent is purely based on that action figure. Like that Amazon that you brought up in the show, yeah. Um, is is I, that confirmed now or the action figure? No, no. It's just like Amazon listed him as Finn Calrissian. Okay. Um, but then it was taken down, and I think it was purely a mistake. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, Ray. Is well, then I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change my vote then. No, okay. To what? You're the one that brought it up. You actually put me onto that. Uh, yeah. I just thought that I hadn't heard anything else about it, so I just thought that it was just whimsical bullshit. Okay, um, well, it was just the one time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep with the ten percent. It's fine. I okay. think you make valid points about not having, you know, the third of, uh, you know, the, the third of three black, black characters, characters yeah, being related, being related. to one of <laughs> the might be a ones. bit much. Yeah, make the universe a little small. Um, yeah. Okay, Ray is Han's daughter. <sighs> I'm going to say 25%. Okay. I'm saying 70. Um, okay. Why don't you go ahead and make it 75 so we can just have a nice round? I can't. I can't. And I'm going to tell you why. All right. Then I'm going to go 30%. Okay. I, so, I like them apples. I love them. I love those apples. I think they're delicious, much like a Honeycrisp. I, I think that the thing, the thing about – all right. I think it's either going to be – more. I say 70%. I, I need to put a little disclaimer in. It's either going – she's either going to be Han's daughter – or they're not going to tell you whose daughter she is, and we'll find out in episode eight that she's Han's daughter. Okay. Um, 
because I can see them holding on to that until the second movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kylo is Han's son. Fifty. Okay, I'm going ninety. Um, and and that is predic that is predicated on my ass. Like it, I've got nothing on that. Like there's been plenty of stuff in the trailers to make me think that Ray is Han's daughter. Um, but my heart has told me that Kylo Ren was Han's son since the moment I saw him. And, and that's the only thing I've got to go on. Mm-hmm. Han and Leia are married or like have become an item. Mm. Oh, no, this is a hard one. I mean, I, I would say 75%. All right. I'm going the full 100 on that one. Okay. Uh, I, I, can, can I explain my answer? Sure. Absolutely. I think that I think that this is going to be a reunion for them. Okay. You know, I think that whatever happens with the the Rebel Alliance, you know, I think I think it's safe to say that it, in in one way or another the alliance failed. Okay? Uh-huh. It failed to to reach the results and you know, the universe moved on and what, you know, maybe maybe uh each of the systems kind of just did their own thing and there wasn't this big empire anymore. And I think at one point Han is probably like, Hey man, this is good. We don't need a big galactic empire anymore or, or a galactic Senate. Let's let people do their own shit. It's a big universe out there. And I think that Leia probably wanted to rebuild the Senate. You know what I mean? I could see that being her ultimate goal is to getting back the way it was before, before uh, the emperor okay. and him be like, Hey man, that's not my, you know, that's not me. You know, I, I, people are free to do what they want to do now. And I think he probably went his own way and she kind of stayed in this, you know, the, the politician that she, she was and and kept on moving forward with it. Um, and then like, there's a one spoiler you see, scene you see is you see Ray driving the Falcon Mm -hmm. with, um, with Finn, Mm -hmm. but they're, they're still in that, that desert planet. And I'm wondering if. If they found they find the Falcon, like something happened. Yeah, and, I'm and, guessing that they do. Yeah, I think that Han and Chewie somehow have lost the Falcon. Um, and you don't know why. Maybe they had to, you know, maybe they had to ditch it. Um, maybe it got stolen or whatever, you know. Yeah, I'm with you. And and uh, that's how I think that's how they run into each other. I don't. Yeah, think I think Han, so too. I think so too. And I think that's so, also why the Chewie were home bit means so much. Yeah. And I, I also think that uh, that's that that makes me believe that that Ray has no relations to Han whatsoever. See, my, my, my other thing about Ray is that, and I agree with you. That's one of my hangups too uh, with Ray. My other yeah. thing about Ray is that, like Kathy Kennedy once said, that the Star Wars movies, like uh-huh. the episodes, not the spinoffs, yeah, will always be about the Skywalker family. Okay. So, like, it's something about that line. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. So, uh, Luke turns to the dark side, or has turned to the dark side. All right. He's turned to the dark side and come back, or he is currently a dark lord of the... Um, That... that, that, uh, Let's see. 
let's see, let's see. Um, let's do both. All right. I do not think that he's a Dark Lord of the Sith. Um, I and and I think that if he is, I, I think that it's possible that he turned back. He turned dark for a little bit and then came back. Maybe that's okay. why he separated. Give me some percentages. All right. So the percentage of him turning and coming dark back. and coming back is probably fifteen uh, percent. Very low. Okay. You know. Um, you know, maybe he did something at Danger Mission. The him being a Sith or on the dark side in in this movie, I'm gonna go zero. Okay. I just think there's no chance. Okay, I'm doing zero for both. Okay. Uh, there is a Luke clone, or some sort of cloning involving Luke. Mm. I actually think that's a. I think there's a good fifty percent for that. I I, I wouldn't be. Okay. I would be pleasantly surprised, but then at the same time, like, yeah, I could see that happen. I'm and going I'm, zero. Okay. I just, I just, I think that cloning is, is too close to the prequels, and I think they're just going to stay away from it. Maybe. Uh, so cloning of Vader. Um. I think that's even more likely. Okay. Because you know they've already made, and the reason I say that they've already made comments I think it's, like. I think it's more likely as well. Yeah, they've they've made comments to we don't know how to make a Star Wars movie without Vader. Correct. Even though they made three, um, or I guess two and a half, or arguably, um, or arguably not. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I think that uh, I'm I'm gonna go a, a high a high seventy five percent. I think that I think that that's Kylo Ren's um, mission. Mission, okay, and um, it's you know we've already established in this universe that cloning technology is pretty fucking good, and um, you know Anakin is the the chosen one by Metaclorian count or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how, what that ever meant with the prophecy or anything, but I think he's just too much of a powerful being for the Sith movements or for for Force sensitives in general. Um, to not for them not to to move on that, so okay. I'm gonna go with ten percent, um, just because I don't feel like they're gonna go that route. Mm-hmm. However, I can see them trying to tie Vader into this mm-hmm. by having who's ever behind Kylo Ren, which we we think is this guy Snoke, right? The guy that we think mm-hmm. is talking to him, um, gassing him up. In the sense of like you are the next Vader, or like dude, like you are Vader and reincarnated, something mm-hmm. along those lines. Like, you know, it's it's up to you to finish Vader's work. What if Kylo Ren is a clone of Vader? Then he is. Yeah. I I, I don't think that's the case though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. That we feel when the movie's all said and done that it's two episode four ish. See, I I'm. It's funny. I'm actually for an episode four esque movie. I, I I almost at this point I almost think it's a necessity. Okay. I don't think that we can have an Empire Strikes Back, and I don't think we can have a Return of the Jedi esque movie. And I don't know if they know how to make a Star Wars without having that. You know, um, even though Episode two wasn't much of a cliffhanger, it's still. It's it, it still left a lot of shit un, unanswered. You know what I mean? Okay. Um. So I I, I can see that happening. I can Me see too. us getting that. 
I'm giving that 60%. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to go a little 70, I'm going to go 75%. 75%. I like it. Yeah. All yeah. right. Han dies. Uh, I actually, uh, I'm going to go 0%. Wow. Okay. I'm going 90. Yeah. I'm going 90, um, and, girl. And the reason being, the reason being is, you know, Harrison Ford has been everywhere. I think that, I th- you know, they've even made, I know this has nothing to do with it, but just hear me out. You know, Steven Spielberg has just come out and said, you know, nobody will replace the lead. Harrison Ford will be in Indiana Jones. Nobody will replace the lead. I think that Harrison Ford is, is probably having, you know, some change in his thought pattern about these characters. Yeah, that's that one. Is, maybe that weed is really good. Yeah. Uh, number two is they're making a, a uh, Indiana, uh, Indiana Jones, Jesus, a Han Solo prequel movie or spinoff. So they are not going to kill his character if they're preparing to release a spinoff movie. It's not yeah. going to happen. You don't want to see the death of somebody and then they're going to try to get you invested in the character because you, you're going to still want I mean, in my opinion, I wouldn't do that. Um, and they're, they, they like uh, interviewed 2,500 people for yeah, the lead. Which is unheard of. It is. It's fucking unheard of. So it's just like, I don't think they can do that. I don't think they can make a, a uh, movie about Han Solo without Harrison Ford being in it. And so in one way or another, even if it's a flashback movie, um, which I'm not a big fan of flashback movies, but I, I wouldn't mind it, you know. Especially now with the technology where they can make him look younger than he is now. I'm not saying Star Return of the Jedi young, but I mean they can make him look younger than you know how they Hank Pym's Michael Douglas, right. you know, to 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 lead into some stuff that happened in you know in between, uh, maybe five, I mean maybe six and seven, and then a flashback to the past. You know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that. So I just don't think they're gonna do it, man. Um, I'm going you know, ninety. Um, okay. And I, just because I think that that is going to be, uh, I think that that is going to be a, a trilogy changing moment. I think that his death is what is going to create the, our next generation of heroes. Maybe. Um, Maybe. All right. Chewie dies. Uh, hold on. I do want to say one other thing on that on that thing. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think that Ray crying on the on the ground. I, I definitely think that's Fent now. I do too. I do not think that's Han. I do too. And I, I just, I don't, I mean, we'll see. I'm with you. We'll see. I, I agree with you there. Um, uh, Chewie dying? Yeah. <sighs> didn't they learn the lesson? Didn't Hollywood learn the lesson with, with Transformers? You know what I mean? Um, I, you know, why, why are you going to kill a character where you can sell a toy of him? You know what I mean? That, that there has to be, at some point, it's it. The property is owned by Disney. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Disney is not going to spend a billion dollars on these classic characters and let them die. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no classic characters die in the movie. Okay. I am. I'm almost a hundred percent. I'm ninety nine percent in that. So are you one percent that he dies? Sure, one percent. <laughs> I am zero percent that Chewie dies, just because I can think they can always put it. They, I think, like you, that they can always sell a toy of Chewbacca. Yeah. And, and uh, and without without a new mold, you know what I mean? Like they don't even need a new head sculpt. Like even Han Solo, they're gonna need a new head sculpt. Um, 
but I think they can always sell toys, and I think you can always put somebody in the dog suit. Yeah. So zero percent is my is my answer for that as well. Finn dies. Yeah, I'm pretty confident Finn dies. So what do you I think? Th- I think he probably needs to die. If if he was a if Finn was a, a legit stormtrooper who has killed a bunch of people and done some horrible things, as they've alluded to, I think that he's got to sacrifice himself for his for his character arc to be fully, you know. I can hear you on that. Give me a number. Uh, 80%. 80%. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I think, I was going to go 90, but I think I might back down. I might match you with your 80. Okay. Um, and now the reason why I'm not giving it the full 100, I do mm-hmm. think that that's him hurt in the snow. Yeah. Um, or dead. One or, or, or uh, let me, let me say this. 100%, if he does not die, he's losing an arm. <laughs> but I do think that that is him um, and and I also I, my only the only 20% that's keeping me back unfortunately is just it's political shit like I, I think don't kill the black guy don't kill the black guy you know like I, I think that they'll have a hard time I think that there'll be some 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 hard la- like what do they call it like flashback flashback yeah from that God. um which, you know, I think is bullshit. Like, if it's right for the story, it's right for the story. I, I kind of, I'm like, I mean, I, I, I know that I'm just getting sucked into the Star Wars world. Um, but I, I, I kind of like him already. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, and I, and I like, I like the, the whole, like, I was a trooper and I'm giving it up. Like, I'd like to see more movies with him in it. So I, I, I feel the same way. I don't, I don't necessarily want to see him die. Um, now, like, in, in you know... My percentage is what I'm perceiving his character to be right now. If we get in there and we find out that he is a spy or he's Lando's son or anything else, right now, all I know is that he was a stormtrooper. For whatever reason, he defected. He uh, he somehow got linked up with Rey, and um, it, it seems that he has some kind of dark past, some kind of secret. Um, and if that is all 100% accurate to, to who he is, I think that him dying um, is going to happen. Either him or that other dude, the um, Pawn or whatever his name is. or Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. One of those guys that got to bite it. I think it's safe to say that Ray's going to be alive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, um, uh, Ray is Luke's daughter. I think it's more likely than she's Han's daughter. Okay. Um, if, she, if she is a Skywalker, so... Um, what did I say for what did I say for her being Han's daughter? Thirty percent. So I'm gonna go seventy. That she's Luke's daughter. Wow. I'm gonna go twenty. I uh, see. He, and here's the other thing too. It. I might even. This is gonna make me change my mind about how the percentage of her, that she's Han's daughter, because I think that it's more of Han is her Obi Wan, searching for her father. That just happened. Okay. What do you think of them apples? That doesn't do it for me because I don't, I don't even think Han knows where Luke is. I don't think he's, I don't think he knows where Luke is either. I, I'm not saying that he's out he's out there gonna find Luke for her. I just think that that he is going to be you know she's obviously out there searching for something, as was Luke. Um, you know his place in the universe, and I think that he is going to be the Obi Wan character for her to point her in the right direction to, to you know, realize her destiny. 
Damn, dude, think about that. That's and some, I feel that's like some... they would have made her look more like. I, I feel like she would look more like Luke. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, she has dark eyes, people, dark hair. White people all look the same. That's true. Uh, Ren is Luke's son, or Kylo is Luke's son. What did I say? The percentage of him being Han's son? Uh, you said fifty percent. I don't know, man. I don't. I, I think that it's low. I think maybe twenty five percent. Okay, I'm going zero. I think it's. I, I, I think, think it's more likely he's a student. Yeah, I think that it. it, it I think that, that like I. I don't think that Luke. I, I don't think that Luke would allow anything to happen to his son where his son could go down the dark side path. Okay. Um, Was Luke a better father than Han in the books? Uh, I don't know because I've only read like the books like. He's he's a different type of father. Like, uh, what do you mean? Like in the books, like Ben starts turning to the dark side. Yeah. Um, and like Luke is there for guidance, and Luke is there for somebody. He also lets the leash out a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. But Han is more so like you know Han is Han is like a little bit more involved. Like well you know the whole I mean that whole EU when you start to look at it I mean like. Every other week, Han is fighting for, for his kids getting kidnapped. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a little it's, bit different. Like it's ben, a little bit weird from ours. I, I haven't read all, all of it, so I don't know. Ben only kind of comes along at, towards the ninth inning. What, what's that? Count me in. Like, oh, we're, we're already in. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Luke, Luke's only appearance for like the proper story, not any flashbacks or any type of shit like that, um, but the linear story of it, Luke's only appearance is in like the last five to ten minutes. Um, I'm going to say 90%. I'm going to go ahead and say 100. Like, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm pretty fucking sure. Um, that, that, the whole Kylo Ren, the whole Knights of Ren, Snoke, all that shit is a big Sith cult. Um, hmm. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think it's going to be as simple as the Sith and the Jedi. I think they're going to move past those concepts as kind of being archaic. And it's going to be something new where, yes, there's a dark dark side, yes, there's a light, but you can kind of tap into both of them. I think that's going to be their, the way that they go. So I'm going to say it's probably maybe 20% that they're actually proper Sith. I don't think they're Sith. I don't think they're Sith. I'm just saying it's like a, it's like they worship that idea, that concept. Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't. I think they're trying to do something that's outside the Sith and Jedi. Okay, that's very EU of you. Uh, Thank you. Luke in hiding or exile. Well, what, what, what was your percentage on that one? Oh, 75. Okay, 75. Sorry. Luke is in hiding or in exile. All right. So exile would be. Somebody dropped him off on a planet. He doesn't have warp technology, and he's stuck there. Well, like or, that, that for some reason he went the fuck away. That's what I was trying to say. Like just in any way, shape, or form. Like he is secluded somewhere by himself for the most part. You know what I mean? Like just tucked away. Like he's not on any civilized area or interacting civilly with other people. I think that Luke is on some distant planet. And he sits in this chamber all day and meditates and draws force sensitives to him. 
constantly. He's constantly. He's okay, just so starting you, his school. Okay, so so you think he's regularly interacting with people, just Jedi students, like up and coming. Yes, I, I think it's I think it's one of those things where, um, you know, if you're force sensitive, he kind of reaches out to you like a ghost. Maybe Obi Wan is you know doing some Jedi ghost scouting for him, and he just, you know kind of calls to students they don't know what it is they just have this urge you know if they're if they're strong enough in the force they just get a you know a ticket to Dagobah Prime I don't know I just made that up and they you know go through these trials and, and walk into this field and there's clearing and there's this pyramid and Luke is standing at the top of it and they climb the stairs and he's like welcome and there's okay like so other you don't students. so you don't think that he's hiding like from from everybody um no I don't think he's hiding from everybody I think that that the main, you know, people don't know what happened to him, and that the, that the the school is probably a secret. Okay, so I'm gonna put you down for zero. Okay, that'll work. Okay. Um. Now that Luke had an academy that failed. Um. Hmm. I'm going sixty percent. I I don't think I don't think he had a I don't think he, it would have been an academy. Some sort of training. Jedi. I, I think that he. I think that he would have a Jedi sect, like a Jedi church, almost. You know, okay. to, to to rediscover and retrain in the ways of the Force, like you think a, failed, a, a Jedi monastery. You think it I failed? do not think it failed. I think that he's had okay. people that have come and gone, and he but just let him go. And it's still going. Yeah. So I'll, I'm going to put you down for zero. Okay. Uh, that Snoke is Darth Plagueis. Um. I mean, I like that. I like that that theory. Mm-hmm. I just think it's 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 entertaining. It's it's entertaining to me, and also it ties back in uh, Palpatine. Yeah, I like I don't the theory know. too, but I just feel like they're trying to distance themselves from the prequels. Yeah, but I, yeah, I hear you, but I, I don't think it's I don't think it's nobody would get it, but Star Wars nerds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if if they just call him Darth Plagueis, it's not like, oh man, this is associated with that silly shit in Episode Three. Fuck this movie. I don't think that you're gonna have that reaction. So there, there's not like a huge cost of entry if they if they do that. Yeah. You know I mean? Well, I don't think it's silly. I should also say that. Like I don't I don't think that the Darth Plagueis concept is silly. I don't think no, it's no, silly I, that he may have actually created Anakin. Like I don't think any of those things that are like kind of fan theories are silly. I think that it's all kind of cool. But I personally just don't think they're gonna do it. I'm going with zero percent. All right, I'm gonna go with. Eh, I'll give it ten. Okay. I think it'd be interesting. Um, what, what I do too. I think we, it would be Can we can we just sidetrack for a second? What are the fan theories about Plagueis? Like, where does that come from that he created Anakin? Uh, just from the he could create life. Okay. And that she didn't know who the father was. So he just found her, and she, for whatever reason, had all the right juices in there for him to do a old Jedi mind trick and you know yeah. slip her some. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just based on those, you know, it's purely based on those two pieces of dialogue. Like there was no, there was no father, you know, I birthed him, I nursed him, I did all that shit. And then he even found a way to create life, life, you know, so it's, it's, it's purely based on those two things. Um, and that Ren was, or Kylo was once a student of Luke's. Um, I, I do think that that's probably a a good chance. Yeah. I'm going Um, 75 on that. I, I will, yeah, I will see your seventy-five. I'll match you on that one. 
Okay, man, pretty interesting. So, like, just to go through and recap before we get out of here, because this is going to be a long-ass show and you tie in that phone conversation. No, actually, we're only at the two-hour mark right now. Oh, nice. Um, so, Finn being Lando's son, we're kind of close to each other there. I'm just going to go through the ones where we're a little bit further apart. Uh, I, I think that Ray is Han's daughter more than you do. I think mm-hmm. that Kylo is Han's son more than you do. Um, we And then we're, we're both similar there. Uh, I think that uh, there will be no sort of clone activity. You're more prone to that. Um, we're the same there. Uh, I think that Han dies. Um, yeah. We're the same with Finn. Uh, you think that there's more possibility of Rey being Luke's daughter and that Ren being Luke's son than I do or Kylo being Luke's son than I do. That's going to take some while to get used to. Um, and uh, the Sith cult, we differ. Uh, Luke's in hiding, we differ. And Luke had an academy, we differ. And everything else, we're pretty much the same on. So probably um, 50. What if uh, Jason and Gina do exist in this this world, but they just, this story doesn't include them? You know, I'd be I'd, I'd be okay with that, but I, you know, like here's the other thing, like uh, you, you know, or let me add, let me put this last one in there. We'll have 21, 21 predictions. That's a good name for an episode. Twenty one predictions. Yeah, I like it. Um, that Kylo and Ray are their real names. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just. Not I'm sure. gonna. I'm gonna say that. I'm ninety percent sure that they're not their real names. Okay, so I'm gonna. They've, go they've been somehow placed upon them by other, others, others. Okay, I'm gonna go ten percent for you. Because okay, okay, cool, awesome. Any other new crazy theories though? Uh, no, not really. I mean, like, uh, here's the thing: like, it comes out in France on Monday. Really. Yeah, so the shit's oh going to be out God. there. <laughs> you know, that's that's why, for those listening that are thinking that we did this like a week early, um, that's why, that was one of the main reasons why I was pushing for it was because the fucking movie hits in, in Europe, or in France, on Monday. Um, are you going to spoil it for yourself? I haven't decided yet. I, I just want to know about Ray, and then I, I, I don't want to know anything else. I just want to know if, and, and you know what? I don't even need to know if she's Han's daughter or not. I just need to know. I need someone to tell me. She's a Skywalker. No, no. Is she, it does it confirm who she is or not? Like, is it something that could be open? Is it something that's going to be open ended for the next episode, or do we get an absolute definitive answer on who she is? That that that's all I want to know. Hmm. Because like I got news for you. Like the closer we get to the end of this thing the more I feel like we're still not going to know who the fuck she is by the end of this movie. And if that's the case, I can feel there being like, you know, we got to wait to the next one, obviously. And then there's like some, you know, some big revelation as to who she is in the next one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. I'm, (sighs) it's, it's tough, dude. It It really is is tough. tough. It is tough. I'm at the point now with it. It's like, I don't know, man. I, I, I need to know as well. I'm, you know, I mean, it's almost here. It'll be here before you. We're already sitting in the theater watching it right now. Yep. <laughs> you know? I hear you. That's where I'm at so, mentally anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah. I literally I can't think about anything else. It's all the. Uh, did I heard a rumor that two minutes, the first two minutes got leaked? No, it's, it's, it was bullshit. Um, okay. So you click the link, right? And uh, yeah. I think I tried to tag you in that, but you you click the link. It has like the the crawl. You know, mm-hmm. and the crawl seems legit, and and they have the music of Star Wars over top of the Disney thing. It all seems very legit, and then they have the crawl come up. The crawl seems legit, and then it cut it like the camera pans down. It pans down to Jakku, and it cuts mm-hmm. to Ray walking with BB-8 on the sand, and then there's like an explosion in the distance. And she's like, "What's that?" And it's just nothing but Gungans like superimposed all over the fucking sands. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you think about the Phantom Menace being uh? Being um, Jar Jar, yeah, I don't know. Like he was I, a fa- he was he was a fan of Menace the whole time. Well, I read some interview with George Lucas, which I think might be the beginning of all those um, those trends. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, he thought about making Jar Jar the villain after the fan reaction was so negative to him? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, which 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 does seem a little bit more legit. I also I saw this documentary. I highly recommend it to anyone out there. I think it's called the Fandom Menace. Like P H A N D O M, menace. Um, it's it's done by an Australian filmmaker. It's very amateurish. Just be 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 warned. But it's this guy. He's not like a huge Star Wars fan. He's like a moderate Star Wars fan. Um, he documented the fan hype of the Phantom Menace, like both before and after the release of the movie. Mm-hmm. Very interesting, man. Like. Like, like this one guy is like, it's like the most painful to watch, but like he was like the head of like the Australian uh, Star Wars fan group. Mm-hmm. And like after the Phantom Menace, he's like, it's great. It's great. And he's like, they actually show him like outside of the box office, like almost getting into a fucking scrap with this other guy. He was like, I don't think it's good, mate. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, he's like, you just don't get it. You know, was, you got to give it some time. And you know what I mean? He's very defensive about it. Um, but like within a year, like he sold off his entire collection and uh, handed the reins of the fan club to someone else. Like he totally walked away from it. Wow. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's called The Phantom Menace. It's free online. I believe it's on YouTube. Um, but it's also like, like what? What? This, like, so did he hate? Does he hate Star Wars now? Or like? Um, he doesn't hate it. He's just like like I I don't know if he's still being candid when they interviewed him afterwards. But he's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, it's time for me to move on with my life. But I think it's probably all because of the fucking letdown of that movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I can see it, man. I mean, it's it takes people a while to kind of realize that, you know. And sometimes it scares me. It's like, am I going to do that on other things? Yeah. Have I been, have I been living a lie this whole time? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you know, like, you know, people grow. Your sensibilities grow. Like, your, your you know, what, what you base your criticisms on grow. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's you know, it's constantly changing. But, like. The one thing about Star Wars, you know, like it's still hard for me. Like, like when I watch Return of the Jedi, I'm I'm critical of the Ewoks, but I kind of had to force myself to be. Um, yeah, because there's always this nostalgic connection to it. Whereas a kid, I, I thought they were awesome. You know? Yeah, I, I don't mind the Ewoks. I, I I'm still I can still see them fr- through the kid eyes. You know? Right. Um, and but that's yeah. the difference, though. As the Phantom Menace, yeah. you didn't. You know, those kid eyes were. You know, they were they were 19 years old. They were. Yeah, they were grown and already jaded. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I don't know. Like, uh, my know. baby, like, Selena, she loves Jar Jar. Yeah. Loves him. Yeah. Like, thinks he's awesome. Talks about him all the time. Like, all she wants to talk about is Jar Jar and BB-8. Um, was, uh, Francis Ford Coppola came out and made some kind of criticism, of, not not necessarily criticism towards George Lucas. I think they're friends. Yeah, they are. They all, um, like, they all, like, came from, like, the same graduating class or some shit. Like, yeah. You know, 
but basically it was like, you know, it really stinks how, you know, he had something in, in George was so creative and it just went the wrong way with the prequels and how it's kind of, I, it almost sounds like it was like everybody agreed it was necessary for him just to let that go. You know, just yeah. let it go. Like, yeah, hey, listen, man, you did a wonderful thing. You changed the world. Not many people can say that, but it's just time to let this thing go. It's yeah. gotten too big for you. And I kind of think that's, you know, how art is supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's why I'm like a huge, like, I don't agree with the, you know, how, you know, things aren't going into the public domain like they should because of Disney. Yeah. They broke in Mickey Mouse for a few more years. Um, and, didn't uh, see that coming. Yeah, I think that needs to that needs to. Well, uh, here's a here's the thing. Change. Like, if you go back and watch old interviews with George Lucas when he was when, like before the dark times, mm-hmm. um, he really was like he had the right idea even back then. Like, I mean, it's obvious both in his films, but also like in his point of view. And you'll find that many things depend on your point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, but they asked him about like you know where he saw the future of Star Wars, and he was like he was like these films. He was like I did Episode Four, I did the first one, I did Star Wars, like I made fucking Star Wars, and it's my shit. Mm-hmm. But this is something I plan on passing from director to director to continue to, you know growing upon this story. And you can see he did it with Empire, and then he did it again with Return of the Jedi, and like he had the right idea. Do you know what I mean? To just why do you think that when what happened with the prequels? Why did I it go no awry? I think I think he wanted to play again. You know, I think that he wanted he decided like, look, I want to play. I want to play in my my the sandbox that I made. Like, I want to play again before before I'm too old to play. I don't know, man. I think he's always been a kind of outcast of of Hollywood. Absolutely, he's, he's always always done his own thing. I wonder if he just, he just couldn't get it done unless he did it himself. Because Maybe, at one point, think, Spielberg think... was supposed to do. Wasn't Spielberg supposed to do episode one? No, he wanted Spielberg to do episode three, and Spielberg turned him down. Um, Why was that? Do we, uh, Spiel- do we know? Because Spielberg said, "Like Star Wars is not for me. Star Wars is for you, and you need to finish this saga." Hmm. Spielberg has been very like supportive. Pussy. Yeah. Um, but you know, like the there's a popular theory that um, from the from the from the crawl in episode three. Mm-hmm to the crash landing on Coruscant mm-hmm. that that was directed by Spielberg. What? Yeah, like it's, it's like a, it's like a popular theory like he reached out to Spielberg and Spielberg gave him some notes and and many people believe like they have whatever their research to support it. I mean it's not black and white fact but like his storyboards and everything are mm-hmm. it, it is like that scene completely mapped out. Hmm. That's interesting. I've never heard that before. Yeah. But like, hmm. you know, the thing is, is, is that like, I think that he wanted to play, I think that he loves special effects and shit like that. Um, and, you know, we, we all know that George Lucas loves speed, right? From the yeah. land speeder to the snow speeder to the speeder bike to the pod racer to the land, to the air speeder and fucking attack of the clones. Like the dude just loves fucking speed. Uh, it, it, American graffiti with the cars, like, that's just his thing, right? Yeah. And I think that he, like, he he probably wanted to play around with special effects one more time before he was too old to fuck around with it again. And he probably mm. got that pod racer scene in his head, and the rest was probably history. Mm. Like, we have three laps of that pod race. That pod race yeah. could have been one. That, like, I'm okay with them having the pod race, because I think that culturally it, it kind of makes, it, it's, it's like a world-building exercise. For and I'm good. 
Yeah, like Tatooine and all these different species, and different species participate in these games, and these games travel from world to world. Like, I'm okay, I'm okay with all of that information, but that shit could have been one lap. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, hmm. So, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, man. So, uh, I guess we'll talk privately and see if we want to do, like, two episodes next week. Like, because uh, I'm, I'm going to come to your house after episode seven, right? Yeah. That's and that's the plan. We're gonna shoot the review. We got to figure out how to record. We might just record that on camera, like camera audio. Um, I was, yeah, I got an idea about that. I'll, um, I'll talk to you about it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. Uh, a couple more Force Awakens trailers. We're not gonna get into that. Yeah, because there's nothing really new. Like it's just all like, here's the Falcon speeding on Jakku from you know camera B. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. we haven't seen like anything that's like mind blowingly new. That fan trailer that somebody put together that's like all of the trailers, like scenes from all the trailers put together. It's Alex Luther on YouTube. It's worth a watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. That shit dude, that part with when Maz Kanata um says uh, dear child, uh the, the belonging you seek is not behind you. It is ahead. Like that shit hits my fucking feels. Like <laughs> you know, like that. Like I like I have like I've been like Matthew McConaughey in Interstellar, like watching that shit. Like it just it, it the tone is start, so weird. Yeah, start crying. Oh hey, I do want to say one thing about Supergirl. Okay. I was right on the uh the, the big the, the, the black head the, the guy who's ahead of the uh the secret unit. He is Martian Manhunter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I did see that. He looks good too. Uh, dude, I fucking like it. He doesn't have the cape. Um, yeah, that's fine. But I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm a sucker for a cape. I am too. Know? But like, he's he's one of those characters. Like his his like look is always changing anyway. Like mm-hmm. either like character design or from him morphing into some other shit. Like I just yeah. feel like I just feel like as long as they're within the ballpark, and I feel like they knock like the head, like the the look of the face and all that shit. Oh yeah, it's perfect. Perfect. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I might, I might actually because of that, I might go back and watch the other episodes, just so I can see how that unfolded. And right. I, you know, I haven't talked to anybody who watched that show, so I don't know if it's good, bad, or indifferent. Um, it's not did, on Hulu, and I'm I, upset about that. I did see that they think that they're going to have some problems crossing Flash over with her or something. Well, no, well, she's on CBS, right? Flash and on they, WB, and, right? And they're trying to, they were trying to make it so, like, work something out. Yeah, and it looks like it's happening. I yeah, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. Um, I don't I know. Just, I, I don't think it makes sense. Um, hey, we did get some uh, up close pictures of the Black Panther. It's the last show. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about that. The uh, the cover, like the cover of what was it, Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people are upset about that cover. Why? Um, you know, like the Black Panther's in the back, and he's the only guy with his mask on, and stuff like that. Like, and and like, I well, have because to, we would know who he is if he had his mask off. Well, I yeah. think that they're. I think I think that the, the the upset thing is that like, like, and I see both sides of this one. Like, okay, so all three images are f- clearly fucking photoshopped on top of one another, right? Mm-hmm. So they could have put whoever the fuck they wanted in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they did was they put uh, Iron Man and Captain America in the front on the flanks of T'Challa, right? Yep. Okay. Now, my 
now here's I, I I got three ways that this could have gone. I think that the right way of doing this would have probably been to put Captain America in the front and then put the other two on his flank. Um, because it's a Captain America movie, mm-hmm. right? Um, I can also see why they put Captain America and Iron Man on opposing sides because they're they're facing off against one another. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's weird that Tony and Cap are both unmasked and Black Panther isn't. I don't think it's weird at all. I, I think that I think that we've already established that. Tony takes his mask off all the time now, and in fact, they've changed well, the mechanics. They've changed what if the Black mechanics. Black Panther does as well. Um, not that often. I mean, like, no, I'm not saying that often. The, we don't know. We, we don't oh. know. Okay. Um, what if he does? He he may he may in the movie. I doubt it because he doesn't take his mask off often in the comic book. Right, but Captain know? America doesn't either. Uh, I I feel that we see Steve unrobed a majority of the time, like like, like Black Panther's like like Black Panther's outfit is is pretty much. I mean, he's wearing that like ninety percent of the time. I agree. And they're like, anytime you see him, I like agree. he wore that shit at his wedding. I agree. You know? I agree. Um, I I I think it's more victim of meaningless outrage. Maybe, I think people who I are looking that, at this, like, oh, Birka, Birka. I think we're going to see Black Panther without his mask a fair bit. In the movie? Yep. Because Maybe. I think that when you start dealing with actors and contracts and all that shit, you're going to be hard-pressed to find somebody who's like, yeah, I'm fine behind the mask 100% of the time. It's good. I think that you will see him without the mask off in his own movie, but I think this character who we don't know, I mean, all right. We all know who he is, right? right? But we don't know who he is in this universe. Correct. We don't know if the the kingdom of Wakanda is what it is. We don't know if if there's a brutal dictator in it and that he's found his father's Black Panther technology and is going to liberate his people. We don't know the context of him at all. We are assuming that he's the king and how Wakanda is now. But that could be far from the truth. Correct. all we know so is I'm, that he's from. All we know is that there is a place called Wakanda, yes. and they have vib- and they have vibranium there. That's all we know. That's all we you know. know. He might have been kidnapped and going back and reclaiming the throne, and yep. never he may, grew up in Wakanda. He may have nothing to do with it, for all the fuck we know. Yeah, he yeah. may be. He may be from Baltimore. Yep, maybe from Baltimore. <laughs> we really don't. Um, know. So I I think that uh, this is more people outraged. I think that the fact that Black Panther is even on the cover is like a hat tip to Black Panther, you know? I agree. Uh, I don't think that they need to even have Black Panther on there. So I, I, I think they're going above me on putting his ass on there. I agree. I agree. That's why um, I say, like, I, this is this is one, though, that I can't, I, this is one I can see both ways. Where I'm like, ugh, yeah, okay. I do I, see I that. just, I don't, I don't even want to know what Black Panther looks like yet. I don't want to know what T'Challa looks like. T'Challa looks like right yet. I want to, I want it to be, because you know what? I want him maybe to be a character in, you know, a, a character that's some secondary character that you don't even realize who he is and he, he's kept secret from me the whole time. I mean, I know what the actor looks like. Like, I've seen him without the mask on. Um, but, like, I didn't, like, take notice enough. He's like, yeah, you know, I don't want to know because I want to see how they reveal who he is right. in the story. I'm with you. Know? So if he's like, you find out he was working for Tony undercover or something. You know what I mean? I just um, feel, I feel like 
uh, I, 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 like the moment I saw it, right? The moment I saw the cover, I was like, oh, no. I just knew what the response was going to be. Right? You unplugged your mic there, bud. All right. Did you check back? Huh? Check the messages. No. Can you? Uh, on the Skype. Um, the moment I saw it, I, I knew there was going to be a response to it. I just don't know if it was the most thought out cover. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, all right, man. Well, I, I think, you know, again, we'll, we'll see. I, I think that no matter what they do, it's going to be, why is he on the left? Is he on the left? Because you're saying that, oh, you know, black people are on the left or, you know, or, you know, whatever. Or why is he on the right side? Is it because he's hyper conservative because he's from this African country that, you know, he's a dictator? It doesn't matter, man. That right. Somebody's going to find, you know, it's a, you know, I'm sure the intent of whoever put that together, it didn't fucking matter. It was a cool pose. And you have to have you got to have Captain America on one side. Well, I don't think it was that have, cool of a pose either. By the way, like I don't, I don't with, even think like all the, all the political shit aside, I don't feel like that cover is very striking. With with his claw, with the, with his hand up, the picture of all three. Okay, I need to go look at that picture. I'm just like, Bleh. like it's just it's, it is a bit boring to me in general. Like all the bullshit aside from it, when I saw it, I was like, this looks meh to me. Um, but anyway. We'll be back next week. Same with, bad time, same bad channel. With possibly a special and an episode, or possibly just a mega episode. We'll have to see how our schedules line up. Mega. But uh, feel free to follow us on Facebook at Nerd Rage Radio. Look for the screaming face. That's us, Nerd Rage Radio, all caps. And on Twitter at Nerd Rage Cast. Um, You've been tweeting here recently? I, 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 I pretty much just tweet the episodes. I, I keep forgetting to, like, it's just like so much bullshit. You know how it is. But, yeah. Uh, I tweet out. I tweet out the episodes every week and the links, and uh, at minimum. Sometimes. Oh, you know what? I'm looking at the not to beat a dead horse. I'm looking at this photo now. Um, that that wasn't the image I was talking about. I was talking about the one where his right arm is forward with his claw, like he's, oh, okay. like he's slashing, slashing somebody, slashing, slashing panther. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, outside of that, uh, you know, we'll see you next week. See how our predictions turn out. Force Awakens next week. Uh, can't fucking wait. It's practically here. It's practically here. <laughs> All right, fanboys. Great tits. Nice dick player.